Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special giant, colossal, mega, super, extravaganza episode of the Can I Say Something podcast. I'm your host and little Christmas toy soy boy, Damien. We are coming to you live from beautiful downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, across from me, we have the one and only... (laughs) No? Okay, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's me, it's me, it's me, it's Dio Dion. To my left, we have. Gary! And on this week's episode 50, oh, can I say something? We'll be counting down our top 10 favorite music, movies, TV shows, video games, books, podcasts, and music in the year and of. And sports. Our, and sports in the year of our Lord. 20 fucking 19 everybody holy shit we did it how are we feeling over there Dion? i'm feeling great i'm just I'm trying to i'm trying to there we go do a thing <laughs> got it oh that's what was happening my volume was okay nope. do you want to hit us again there we go episode 50 that sounds like butthole we started from the bottom and, and we're, we're still at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> guys i like it on it. the bottom <laughs> oh okay hey. Alrighty then giggity, giggity. so today like i said we have so much to get through movies music tv shows i have um six top 10 uh list from my own year to this year i have too much time on my hands so i have multiple things to get through i don't even know why we had to do anything it could have carried us <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so you have 60 uh, suggestions. You have six I have top 60, 10 lists. So here's the thing. It could be very slow, long podcast. It could be very short podcast because I've talked about be, most of these things already this year. It could be as long or short as be, you want it to be. I think be. that's what I heard him say. So, yeah, we're going to start off with my... <laughs> like, shit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain real quick. You guys got top 10 things to talk about, correct? Uh, yeah, if that's what you I want. have 10 things. I did not rank them. Instead, yeah. I categorized them. Okay. But you have 10... Okay. You have 10 things. 10 things ten between things. podcasts, sports, TV shows, and movies. 10 things I like about you. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's a nice, like... What's this beat? Don't. You got a beat going, dude. Oh, okay. Yes, I do. Um, so this is... Get right into it. This is Summer Girl by Haim. H-A-I-M. This is my number 10 song of 2019. This came out this year. So, real pause, pause, pause. What are you doing right now? You're giving us like straight up top 10 so here's songs So here's right my now. plan. Here's my plan. You guys have 10 things. I have 60 things. So I'm going to say... I'm going to go through my list, right? I'm going to say, here's my top 10. Here's my number 10 music. Here's my, here's my number 10 uh, podcast. Here's a, here's my number ten book, video game, TV show, movie. When I do a movie, I'm gonna hand it off to Dion. He's gonna do his number ten. You're gonna do doing your, your number ten. You're gonna bring it back to me to do my number ten to start off. And my number nine, mu- uh, music, okay. piece of music. But it doesn't have to be the category that you have. No, okay. no, 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 no. I'm gonna end. I'm always end with my music. With my uh, movie. Sorry. So yes, my number ten favorite song of 2019 was Summer Girl by Haim. Very, uh, you know, crooner-esque. Like, if you if you could categorize a, a woman as a crooner, I would say this is a lady crooner. Disagree. Okay. Is this guitar riff or bass riff a sample of another song? Could be. Do you hear another song in it? Yes, I do. What, what is it? It's like... Uh, yeah, it's, it's like literally a song we grew up with. Oh. 
just the. It's like um, from the 70s, I would yeah, yeah, yeah. No, even, even, even like 90s. Say like Atlantis more set or something like that, but mm. no, I'm thinking of something much earlier than that. Yeah, it's that. No one of our listeners. That, that guy. What's his name? From uh, uh, if she before she started singing, it was easier yeah. for me to do it. Yeah. Do 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 can't get that out of your head that's a problem <laughs> no that's I'm what they sing in the song yes. right right i know but I'm, I'm trying to go past i'm trying to say i'm like I've, this is cheryl crow or something like that there's something here her voice kind of sounds like riding cheryl the crow. bus to school i remember this song yeah anyways i'm sorry my, yeah we yes. digress so yeah i got a couple things here so that's my number 10 music come over 10 what was it uh summer girls summer girls. girl by h-a-i-m this song is your number 10 song of the thing year of 2019 number no it's his 10 He's got like a million categories. Yes. This is number 10 music. Okay. I have 10 songs. Okay. So you're just going to give us like one from the list yes. this time around. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, 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 yes. yes. yes number yes. 10 podcast yeah. of the year was Inside Star Wars. A man yeah. cro- chronicled the the building and the writing and the producing and the filming of Star Wars. Very good. He, pre- he plays all the people. Apparently, uh, George Lucas was really into cars when he was a young kid. That's why he made um, American something before star wars he made a movie it's called american something with ron howard about uh, uh street racing with cars so he was really into that very good podcast highly recommend he also did inside the exorcist and inside jaws another great podcast number 10 book of the year for me was 11 63 mr stephen king steve king's book his it was a basically a romance book where a man tried to prevent the assassination of john, john f kennedy yeah, uh, number. I don't Did have he a, succeed. Uh, yes, but it didn't work very well. So he went. We went. He went back and erased his his things that he did. Number ten TV show of the year for me was uh, Mindhunter. That show where it was um, FBI agents figuring out what a serial killer is in the seventies, categorizing him, doing psychological evaluations of people. Uh, my number 10 movie of the year was El Camino with the character from uh, Breaking Bad. As on my list as well. Nice. Didn't make it is on my movie category list. Yay. So I so, will just talk, should yeah. I just talk about it now? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, El Camino. I will watch literally anything related to Breaking Bad because it yeah. was such a good show. Yeah. Um. I really enjoyed seeing Jesse again after all all these years, seeing him back in his character again. And mm-hmm. um, I really wish that I could have put Better Call Saul on this list, but it did not play at all in 2019. It was last came out, or the last season was in 2018. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I would have put Better Call Saul on the list because yeah. I really like that show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dion, what's your number ten favorite thing of 2018? My number ten. Number ten would. Uh, just Star Wars. <laughs> Just Star Wars. The Star Wars. Yeah, all, all the Star Wars. All of them. Uh, mostly, you know, the last three. But um, yeah, not even that they were the good three. movies. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, they were fine. 
All three not, came out in 2019? No, no, they don't all come out, but the, the most recent, Rise yeah. of Skywalker mm-hmm. did. Rise I'm going to lump them all together, just the whole trilogy, just the kind of like the, it's not, you know, a nice little bow on it or anything like that, but it's just, it, for in this moment, it was kind of, if there was never a Star Wars after this, we could be like, this was it, this is where Star Wars, you know, ended. It's not going to. You might not like it. I don't like it. But, you know, it's... It's similar to other things that I'll get to on my list at one point, but it, you know, it's just what it was to what it is now. It's not much different. <laughs> it's not. They literally retread so many of the tropes and of the events mm-hmm. and the storylines of the of the first trilogy. It's yeah. not even funny. But it is a. Th- I mean, it's a little funny, but I mean, it's it's a it's a part of pop culture, kind of just you know from different eras, just kind of you know. Yeah. Boom. That's it. This is it. This is all you get. I know you know there's not going to be more. I know there's going to be in more. In this moment right now. Sure. Hey. All right. This is it. Cool. You know, 2019. So, yeah. Plus all there right. were nothing right home about, you know. It was just it was Star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I have things to say about that. Do you want me to say them? Oh, uh, yeah. Give see. it to me. I mean, did, are there anything more than what we said last time? I have if you didn't hear it, guys, you should check out our, our last call cast. Yeah, check out the last call cast. Unadvertised, unscripted. <laughs> it's on. The, it's on the title of the podcast. I said, "The Rise of Skywalker spoilers" in the title. Oh, did so, you? Yes, oh. I did. Because oh, it wasn't one of the topics that we brought I up. I understand but. that. I believe if people are going to listen from the beginning to the end, they're going to listen anyways. But anyways, yeah. So last time since we sat down, I I watched Endgame again. I thought about like the trilogy. The, since 2015, they made three movies of Star Wars. The you know, The Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and this one, The Rise of Skywalker. That's just that's Correct. just three movies. Think about what MCU did between 2015 and 2019. Civil War, you had Spider-Man in there. You had um, Infinity War and Endgame. They're popping out like three movies a I, year. I understand, but you, let's just... Okay, let's just cut it down to the essentials, right? Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. It's three movies, right? So mm-hmm. you can c- compare those three movies to... The other th- the Star, Star Wars. Wars. So you have th- you have three. You have a, on, an arc with the Marvel movies. You have a, you have a, you have the same writers, same directors, you know, all the same actors doing one singular storyline with the MCU. I feel like that held together very well because you had the singular cohesive uh, narrative between the writers and the directors. They all knew what they were doing from one movie to the next. Right. You have Star Wars, which had different directors, different writers making different movies throughout this trilogy. And I feel like that hurt it. Man, I really wish the Game of Thrones writers got a hold of this stuff. Yeah. They, they're like, we can't fuck it up because <laughs> we will be like assassinated. Yeah. And then it still got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, glad it wasn't us. Yeah. I don't know. It's good for what it was. It's uh, not for what it was. My number 10, or no, sorry, number nine, nine music thing of this year. I don't know I if it counts. I didn't go yet. Oh, sorry. Well, well, he didn't really give it. Oh yeah, I, so, I did El Camino, so I guess that counts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You, right? uh, number ten music thing of the of uh, twenty nineteen. It's probably late. I don't know. The movie came out last year, end of twenty eighteen. That the song was still a thing this year. Tell me something, girl. Sound better than him. You sound better than her. Thanks. Uh, I'm not. You I'm do? not. I'm not even joshing. On a bad. No joshing. No joshing. Just come out and say this to me. You say this in front of me. How dare you? <laughs> You're not even moving to the rhythm. <laughs> I don't care. Like I just. I'm doing the thing of the uh, Inglorious Bastards thing. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do the thing from Glorious Bastards when I smash your head with a baseball bat. They're just so happy. They're both those happy people. Until the end, obviously. They're totally not happy. I mean, fine. The relationship in the beginning. But together they are. But was he? Was he happy? He could have made Clearly a hundred better to choices. Yeah. Clearly not a happy man, but yeah. you know, yeah. even with her. I mean, tell me something. Spoiler. Yeah, that ending. That ending left me hanging a little bit. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger. Oh man, I understand. Garage hanger. I understand. I, I understand. <laughs> he hates stuff, this movie so much. I made him watch it, and he's just like. It's frustrating. It, it really is frustrating. And unfortunately, I, I'm always going to give Bradley Cooper crap for everything that he does. And I understand depression is a very real thing. It's just very frustrating when when people don't realize there there's more to it than than themselves, and they can't get the help they need. And it, it's frustrating on on many levels. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not I, I like to have fun here, but honestly, it's 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 it really bothers me the way that movie ended. And that's why I don't like it. Okay. You know? Yes. I mean, I have my real reasons. <clears throat> you know, that's a real reason. But at the same time, it's Bradley Cooper. And I just I just say, he's an idiot. So that's why he did what he did. Hi, I mean, number nine. He pot- couldn't do with his tennis. Tod- tennis? Tinnitus? <laughs> What's the thing that you're doing? Tinnitus. Tinnitus. My number nine podcast of the year. Last podcast on the left. Nice. Good one. I think they started doing the side stories <laughs> like late last year or early this year. It was it's been a while, I know, but maybe a year and a half. But yeah. I just gotta remember you're doing like this yeah, crazy. Yeah, thing. You just this keep crazy. going. Nine. Just keep Here's going. my nine. My nine nine nine. Keep going. Here's my nine for my ninth category. <laughs> <laughs> Great podcast. Fucking I love do enjoy it. that. They they make me laugh. Love the I love learning things about uh World War Two evil people who do word crimes on experiments on people. Joseph Gobbler, whatever his name was, Joseph Joseph, Joseph Mangala. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well my favorite one was the uh that I can remember was mm. the trail one. Um, was it the Oregon Trail? No, it wasn't the Oregon Trail. The, so the, it was the, like when it, everything froze over. Well, like Mormons or something. The, oh, the Mormon tale. The whole talking th- about the ones that in the Sierra Nevadas. Yeah, they, they try to go through this cannibalism. past. Yeah, yeah. cannibalism. Yeah, cannibalism. That's where the cannibalism. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the thing. Donner Party. Donner Party. The Donner Party. Yep. Yeah, I yep. mean, and they they have a way to make real gut punch kind of things. Like make you kind of laugh about it, yeah, and stomach listening to it. Absolutely, even like that. What was that guy? Krakinski? Yeah, Richard Krakinski. Krakinski, like just beating his yeah pregnant wife until Awful. oh that was <laughs> really need a shot after that one. But they made <laughs> I would never sit through anything if it was like something on the news. Be yeah, like, no, nope, done. Tap out in thirty seconds. But I mean, they can make it so it's like because they they still get like make you realize hey it's a serial killer yeah we love hearing about this stuff like reading about it but at the same time it's like they are still a very shitty person yes and they should not yeah. be remembered for the shitty things they did just really the story behind yeah. it how it all happened they're not these myths These not these mythic people there's not these they're not these this legendary serial killer fucking uh what's his name uh the, the ted bondi ted Bundy. He's not this legendary dude. He's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Piece of shit. Yep. Yeah, I love how he says that too. Like sometimes you think, oh, oh, they're they're kind of like really getting on the side of the serial killer. Like, and no. then the next thing that comes out of the mouth that that fucking piece of shit <laughs> Bundy over yeah. here. Look at me. I smile real pretty and chicks yeah. love me. Yeah. Oh. Like they just get on it. It's fun. Number nine book was Reem D. That it was. A, it's a thriller till the end. <sighs> it's, yeah, Reem D. <laughs> the girl gets kidnapped by the. Um, 
Russian mob and then Islamic terrorists. Fucking great. Great book. Number nine, video game of the year, Rocket League. Still number number nine. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to feel bad about what I'm going to do then. What are you going to do? It's just uh, for later on in my list. <laughs> it's it's 2018 game that I'm playing oh. in 2019. Yeah. No, it's fine. But yeah, Rocket League is still very, very good. Very, number very nine, good show of the year, The Good Place. You saw The Good Place? I think it was on. It's it's been, it was on t- this year. Fork? Yeah. Yep. Holy shitting. <laughs> holy holy sh- shirt. Holy, holy sh- shirt balls. Holy forking shirts. Hmm. Holy forking shirts. There we go. Yeah. It's finished this year. I haven't seen the end, but yeah, heard it's pretty good. Yep. Haven't watched it either. Terry, number nine stuff things. Go ahead. Uh, mine is a podcast. That's the Office Ladies podcast. We've talked about it before, but. Oh, I like to hear the behind the scenes Great. info about one of my favorite shows. Okay. I like that it's short. Um, like I can listen to one episode while I'm cooking and doing dishes and yeah, boom, I'm all caught up. Boom. Love it. Good stuff. I love the background uh, stuff about how they're filming. I love the, uh, like I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about them being on like a red carpet with Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Like they always went to the premieres of Steve's movies mm-hmm. and the Emmy nominations for the shows and the Globe Golden Globe stuff. And the, the the things where they're like, I saw Meryl Streep, but I was really nervous, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, they're a real person. They're real like, people. Re- yeah, remember that. Yeah. Yes, very good show. I love it. Yep. Are you caught up? No. No. Oh. I finished all the season when they talked about season one. Mm. That's it. They took a break this week, so gives you a little bit. Yeah. Little break. Maybe I'll get caught up before I yeah. go go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Dion, number nine thing of uh, the year. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. My number nine. Um, I'm going to get a little, you know, it's not, you know, movies or this stuff that we talked about. Uh, Ad Barfin, you know, kind of thing. James Holthauser. You know him? No. I probably butchered that name. A Jeopardy legend. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that came on Jeopardy and started, just took that thing by storm. Like, like I just, he was playing so randomly, so so like sporadically with everything that he did. He, he'd start at like the $1,000 category. Yeah. Work, he'd save like 200 because he knew the daily doubles were in the, the, the last three rows. Yeah. And the way he played the game, I, I was, I watched Jeopardy with Kerry. We, we, sometimes we do it more than, you know, other weeks, but it's like, he was making me upset and I wasn't even one of the guys that he was playing against. It's very off-putting the way he plays Jeopardy. Most people start yes. at the top, go to the bottom. He and they stick with s- one category for a little while. The way he jumps around, it was like you can't you can't remember what category you're trying to read it and you're like, what category is this? And it's just so yeah, he's not, so he's not random going, and it's so confusing. Yeah. Not, not even bottom to top. He's going from like, I'm going to pick uh, books for 1,000. Now I'm at uh, music for 600. Now I'm at current events for you know 800. Like that's the way he rolls. He and plays he more as a daily he's doubles. more of a gambler than like an intellectual. Yeah, he, he yeah that's what he does. He gambles on the side for for other stuff. He's actually very terrible at it. He used to try to play poker. He's actually very bad at poker. Um, I don't say very bad. Like he he's participated in the World Series of Poker. Yep. But never won anything. Yep. Like 600 bucks was like the most he's won or something like yeah. that. He bets on like in game like real betting stuff like for like, say if like. Patriots and the Rams are playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That kind of thing. But he he took a gambler's approach to Jeopardy as in he tries to find the daily doubles before someone else can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a daily double can double your score. Yep. So once he gets them off the board and he has a sizable lead, right. nobody can catch up even by the second half of the show. And then he doesn't even have to bet anything yeah. for final Jeopardy. But the dude's also smart. That's the problem. <laughs> and he does bet things. Yeah. 
So he ends up like with a 32-day win streak, making 60000 less than... Um, Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings with like in half the time. Yep. <laughs> it's, it was really impressive to watch. Nice. Frustrating. Very frustrating. Impressive. <laughs> yes. yes. I respect his hustle. <laughs> That's what it felt like it was. And now he's like, they got like this uh, best, or the greatest of all time Jeopardy contestants. They're doing a GOAT Jeopardy basically. And I really think that's kind of like an Alex Trebek, you know, send off, mm. like host the greatest of all time, the greatest host of all time. But um, it's him versus Jennings versus who knows the third uh, person. Ro- Robbins, maybe. I don't know. You should throw Watson back in there. See if yeah, you I was going to say, yeah, the wa- <laughs> computer guy. But yeah, yeah, that's my number uh, nine. That I mean, that was super hot for pretty good chunk of time you know 30 32 that, yeah, good pick games good pick. that's like a whole month that yeah. he just had pop culture about More the than balls that, it's the only ball. five days yeah <coughs> five days oh yeah five yep yep so yeah month and a half good pick sir yes. going back to me going back to number eight <coughs> song of the year i just heard this the other day he was on snl and i was like who is this person i guess he has this song called nice to meet you miss by mr uh mr neil friend uh one Direction. Nile? Nile. 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 Nile Horn. Neil? Nile? Nile. <laughs> Ever heard this song? Yes. Yes. Good song. Oh, yeah. But I do like the way he, 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 he's got his voice for right now. Yeah. Song bumps. It fucks. Let's say it fucks. Let's say it bumps. It slaps. It slaps. <laughs> I think bump was fair. <laughs> I don't know what you do in your off time. <laughs> Pretty good. So I'll listen to this. Uh, we got number eight podcast. Ninety-nine percent invisible. I love this podcast. It's one of those like gonna gonna teach you some shit in a, in a short amount of time. Um, it's it's based on architecture and design. So it's a lot of like there was one one of my favorite ones was. Uh, 20th century architecture in Catagolia Catagolia like it's part of Spain architect made a um, citadel in there but he didn't finish it because World War II happened so all these people are trying to finish his <coughs> his church and his citadel based on designs that are not that are, that are gone because the the Nazis burned them all so that was pretty interesting there was another one about a uh, I don't know what that was criminal I mix up all the podcasts a lot but yeah it's a uh, Learning about design, but the uh, you know designers and architects in the in, around the country are pretty good. The um, some famous ones are, I can't remember the name right now, but yeah, I love it. I love learning new stuff. It's all about that. Cool. Uh, yeah, ninety nine percent invisible. Hosted by Roman Mars. He has one of my favorite sign offs of all or, yeah sign offs of all time, which sort of inspired the one of our our intro with uh, coming. Uh, it's a uh, this has been 99% Invisible. Recorded in downtown, beautiful downtown, uh, Oakland, California. Yeah. Nice. Let's see if I can find it here. It sounded nice. It did sound nice. Thank you. Um, Carrie, once you go, I find this clip. My like next clip. pick is from the sports category. Yeah. And it's going to garner yeah, yeah, some yeah. hate here. Okay. Garner some hate. It's going to garner some hate. Patriots winning their sixth Super Bowl. That's so many rings. Tom Brady can't even wear them on one hand. Well, he could if he snacked one finger. 
and made four fingers? No, oh. if he just put two on one finger. Well. Well, oh, it's so impressive. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Go ahead. It ties the Patriots for most Super Bowl wins with the Steelers, correct? Super, most Super Bowl wins. Yeah. Um, my favorite football player, Julian Edelman, won the MVP with 10 receptions for 141 yards. I'm talking about Julian Edelman, man. I'm talking about Julian Edelman. <laughs> I'm thinking about Julian Edelman. I'll be dreaming about Julian Edelman later. I will be too, but don't do it. <laughs> oh, man, he's so dreamy. Um, I, I verified, yes, you're correct. The Steelers and the Patriots both have six. Super Bowl wins. Very good. Um, the halftime show was so bad, it almost drowned out all the Patriot haters. I, to be fair... Uh, that game there was a lot to hate. I mean, by halftime it was a boring game. Yeah, by halftime it was like seven three or something. I think it was, or maybe seven zero three zero. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was. It was. Pretty, it, was it was a boring terrible. game, but that halftime show was terrible. I mean, unless you like defensive battles, and I kind of enjoy that. But oh, let's be yes. honest, you do want to see yeah the best of the best. It, it's something. I don't want to hijack your thing here, but that's okay. I, you know I, more about it than I do. I notice something when it comes to Super Bowls. It's you usually have the greatest offense versus a, a great defense. It's been like that for years. You had Peyton Manning's uh, amazing year with the Broncos versus the Legion of Boom. Um, the only actual shootout that we've seen in a, in a while, I would say, would be the Patriots versus the Eagles. That one time that the Eagles won with the the Philly Special. I'm sorry, <laughs> but when you have two defense is going at it too too it makes for a boring game that is uh pretty awful for about 90 percent of the people watching the super bowl to watch where like everybody becomes part of the i'm just here for the commercial guy <laughs> but yeah yeah that was uh it was fine i mean <laughs> it was imagine- a boring game but it solidified the patriots as the best team arguably ever it's really tough too because it's like brady is the one that gets the most acclaim for that well you get belichick too but brady's like yeah i got i got so many rings i can't put them on my fingers but really he i mean he was the only one to throw a touchdown that game so i guess it matters did he throw a touchdown i'm not sure i don't remember if it was it had to been a passing touchdown did elman catch a touchdown i don't remember i can't remember that's i mean that's what we're talking about here that's what the game but like yeah You'd imagine that a game that would put Brady over the edge for yep. like so much that it would have been like, holy shit, he did that? Like 400 yards, three touchdowns? But it was like probably 150 yards, one touchdown. <laughs> it was a very it was. It was a boring old man game. performance. Yes. But, hey, you know. It's still a win. But hey, you know, congratulations, you Patriots fans. Are they going to make it this year? Yes, they're going to win. They're going to win? Yeah. Okay. Until someone beats them, I'm going to put my money on the Patriots for the rest of my life. Do you? Until Brady retires. Nah, not even then. As long as Belichick's around, I'm not going to... So, yeah, I found a clip of... Sorry, not to hijack your... I know you're <laughs> next, but I found a... Roman Mars has the, one of the best Joe radio voices. VivianPopia.fm B.O. Rowe. There you go. In beautiful downtown Oakland, California. Yeah. It, that was one of the weaker ones, but you get my point. <laughs> it's usually deeper. Well, I got it. Yep. Uh, let me finish up my list real quick. My number eight uh, was 99% invisible. 
Number eight book of the year was Seven Eves. The one with the moon blows up and destroys everything. Neil Stevenson wrote that and also wrote Reamd. Forgot to mention that. Number eight game of the year was Oxen Free. It's not a new game, but it's it's an older game, but it's very good. Uh, Russian Doll was a number eight TV show of the year. It was one of those Groundhog's Day things where the woman's night goes over and over again. She can figure out why. I love it a lot. Great aesthetics, great cinematography. The chick from Orange is the New Black was in it. Um, great music. And coming in, number eight for my year of movies, Spider-Man Far From Home. Amazing. Good is that the one we were just watching earlier? Was it? Spider-Man Far From Home? Yeah. Far From Home. Yep. Number eight. Yep. Dan, what's your number eight? Again? Uh, it's, it's not really uh, one specific event. Uh, not really going with like, oh, you're, you're my favorite movie, my favorite song. The people choosing to do singles over albums really enjoy that kind of thing. Like it's it's moving into it's 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 kind of a delicate balance. And I think musically, like they kind of achieve that instead of making wasting your time. Think about all the albums you've ever bought. Yes. Okay. Okay. How many songs? What you probably went out and bought an album in the past for one song the song you hear on the radio and you hope that the rest of the songs are good. This was before like, you know, streaming and having everything at your, your fingertips. Like, uh, for instance, I'll say it. I'll say it. I, I used to like Nickelback. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, silver side up. Hmm. Yeah. That, that song was how you remind me. Oh, there's not another damn good song on that CD. Animals. No, that's a different CD. Oh, okay. That, that's when I stopped listening to Nickelback full time, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, if they had taken that effort and just kind of like not made that CD instead of just like, clearly they focus on how you remind me more than any other mm. song. Mm-hmm. Just just popped out singles like like every six months, put out a new one. A new Look one, at this photograph. No, they <laughs> might not have made that song. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> that might have been on that. I don't know. But like Ariana Grande. You know, specifically has gone on the record to say no longer making albums. <laughs> oh, this is on your list, ain't it? Bacon eggs, nice. <laughs> Ariana Grande, bacon eggs. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But no, she, she's absolutely right. Like so much wasted time going into garbage songs that nobody's really listening to. They bought a CD for one song. Put out your best stuff every single time. Do it every six months. Your longevity lasts. It, I mean, that's that's the whole point. You have long longevity. Uh, you get your best stuff all the time, and you and you really get taken to task later on. Say if it was garbage, that's a garbage single. You bounce back. You don't waste all this time making garbage. Now we're able. People are able to do that more now than they were. Yeah, absolutely. Twenty years ago, when we were first buying CDs, yep. there was no Spotify and Pandora to just release a single. You had that's the way it was done. Yep. Now in this day and age, it makes sense to just do a single. Yeah, it's still there's still a lot of people still making albums for for these kind of things, and there's as there is no physical copy. I mean, maybe as an artist, you put out stuff you don't think yeah. anything's really crappy. Yeah, but there's some songs you have to listen to be like this. This isn't gonna not go my well best work. Yeah. <laughs> we just needed to fill out this CD. Yeah. So you don't have to fill out the CD anymore. Right. Give me your best all the time. That's yeah. all I'm asking. And even 
And that's why I say delicate balance, because you get things like, oh, about video games and DLC, you know, stuff like that. Just make it right the first time. Yeah. You know? But then it's like, oh, yeah, six months later, you just said it, like DLC. Nah, it's not really the same. The, the different avenues of entertainment. <laughs> right? I just want to say right. that now before y'all. <laughs> I, get, I get the hate mail. Yeah. Get some, get the, let's get some mail. Hate mail is better than no mail, in my opinion. Or get plenty. Thank you. Next is my number seven. I'm so fucking yeah. careful for my eggs. <laughs> Bacon, Bacon eggs. Bacon eggs. I should have sang that to you yesterday when I was bringing you your breakfast. Should have. People that don't know, it was my birthday. Happy yesterday. birthday, Thank boy. My, my wham, family brought wham, me wham. bacon and eggs in bed last night or the yesterday morning. Yep. And she just lamented that she didn't sing this song, and now the whole event just seems <laughs> wasted <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> and I can't wait for her to do it to me next year. I was just hoping that our son didn't drop everything on the floor as he was carrying it up the stairs. That was my big. You know, he concern. gave me like a protein bar before he gave me the bacon and eggs. No, I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I, the day before I was like, I think we should make daddy breakfast and bring it to him in bed. And I'm like, what do you think he'd want? And he's like, I think he wants a granola bar. Yeah. <laughs> he like, got me one of my, well, my protein bars. we're going to have to do a little more than that. <laughs> yep. I didn't realize he went up adorable. beforehand. <laughs> yep. It was sitting on the uh, end table. He's like, I got you this, dad. Happy, happy birthday. I got you breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, mm. thanks, bud. Just, just put it there. <laughs> Go ahead. Your uh, yeah. Sorry. My, for yeah. the wholesome content. Garbage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my number seven podcast of the year. You love it. I love it. Planet Money. Bite-sized little tidbits of, about the economy, about how interest rates work, about how uh, tariffs are bad things. They shouldn't be done. Um Love it. Love it every week. Just a little bit of uh, news and uh, putting put, they put the news into context that's easily digestible. Number seven was my number seven book of the year was uh, Neil Stevenson's Cryptocop. Cryptocop. Yeah, he got that right. Yes. Uh, it was the one about it jumps from like the 2000s to the 1950s, World War II where they find a bunch of gold in Indonesia. They have to bury it, and people in the 2000s find it. It had Alan Turing. It had a bunch of famous dudes from then. Number seven book, video game of the year was Firewatch. It's the one where you are a fireman or a, a forest ranger, and you have to just figure out a, a murder mystery, basically. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Number seven TV show of the year. Any guess? My best, the best, well, number seven Number show seven TV show of, of 2019. Ended 2019. This, it ended this year. Ended this year. Yeah. Did it start this year? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely not. One show, one yeah, season. Yeah, could be one that I know you watched. Um, um, oh, well, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Might be on my face, list. buddy. Yeah. Face. So what show did you, did you watch and you might not have watched the last season of? You recommended it to me. You've watched it. We've watched it together. Many. Uh, There's a handful. <laughs> Walking Dead? Nope. Did not end this year. Fuller as far House. As I know. Nope. <laughs> have not, I have not watched the Fuller House this year. Rocket League came up in Fuller House. Yeah, did it? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, they made it to districts or whatever they want to call it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, Silicon uh, Valley. 
Really? That made yeah. your list? Yes. Okay. I love it. I love the show in I, general. I wasn't even in that ballpark. I love the ending. Great ending. Yeah. Still got to watch it. I keep forgetting that the last season's out there. Great. I have to finish it. It's very short. Like seven episodes, I think. Compared to their 10? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven or, yeah. Why do they do that? Because they have other things going on. Really? All, all of them are busy. It's not like this elitist thing, like... Game of Thrones, like ten ten episodes. No, you'll give us that. We could do it in seven. Yeah, no, it's gonna be shitty. <laughs> we can do it in seven. But um, the Silicon Valley didn't leave that bad taste in your mouth. Majority of that, what for the lack of episodes, yeah. or just no? Well, just yeah, the lack of episodes. You didn't feel like it was rushed. Everything was resolved in a felt a little rushed. But um, as far that's as the thing I'm saying, yeah. I feel like they, they leave so much on the table, not yeah. money wise. They, they get paid out the butt. But yeah, they do. Content. <laughs> yeah. Just force it. I don't know. Uh, number seven movie of the year for Damien is uh, The King. Love The King with uh, Timothy Chalamet. He played King Henry the Fifth, I believe. Yeah. Yep. At the where were you on that one? He talked about this already. Yeah. Did I say the same thing then? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't watched it. Okay. Yeah. I don't good. know that we could watch. I don't know what it's on. Netflix. So. Netflix. Yep. Really? Oh, yep. Maybe we'll watch it then. Okie dokie. Carry uh, number seven. Um, also comes from the sports category. Rafael Nadal. Mm. Hell yeah. I don't know I'd, where it is on my list, but I'd put that even higher. It's on my list, but I haven't organized it. I mean, he did some major things this year. I don't know if it major. means as much. Huh. Yeah, he did major, some major things. things yeah. Yes, he did. Like um, won some. <laughs> I don't know. If tennis people that aren't tennis fans will really comprehend what he did this year. He won his twelfth <clears throat> French Open title. Twelfth. Goddamn. That, that only happens 12. once a year. He's won 12 of them. Goddamn. That broke the record for most singles titles won at a single Grand Slam event. And here's the thing. He's only been in 15. <laughs> and he's, he's won, won 12. 12 of them. He also Jesus. won his fourth U.S. Open title, which brought him to a grand total of 19 Grand Slam titles. Jesus. He's a year younger than us, by the way. Yeah, yeah. just in case you feel bad about yourself. And he's yeah. only Good one behind yeah. Roger Federer, who is at 20, and that is the most Grand Slam titles ever. Yeah. yeah. One behind, and he's a year younger than us. But okay. he's only two ahead of the dude that's going to eventually overtake both of them. Who's that? Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic. Oh. The thing about Nadal, though, it's kind of like a cheat code. He has 12 French Opens. None of the other guys have 12 of anything. <laughs> yeah, like, so he his is the very king of clay, undisputed. French Open-centric. Yeah. Greatest he's won a couple of the others, obviously, because yeah. he won 12 French and 19 Grand Slams. Someone like Federer has like Spread out. seven Wimbledons and five U.S. Opens and three, you know, it's all and spread one out. Open. Yeah. One French Open. <laughs> French Open is like the one that everyone has the hardest time with except for Nadal. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Maestro. His, uh, the U.S. Open though, like he's won 12 French Opens, but his fourth U.S. Open I think was a much bigger deal to him. Like you just see the guy, they started playing after he won that match like something you don't really consider like the way pe- professional athletes all they do is just that win they, uh, well <laughs> no not always uh but all they do is just that like sport over and over and over again yeah and tennis not to say everything's not like perfection oriented but like playing tennis you realize 
the, the these little itty bitty details have so much impact on your game. And this dude is so meticulous. He has this pattern that he does every time he comes up. He'll he'll take the same amount of steps uh, when he's about to serve. Yeah, toss his towel to the guy the same way. He'll cut over. He'll bounce the ball. He'll like pick pull a wedgie, wedgie out. He'll pull a wedgie. <laughs> then he'll tuck a hair on each side behind his ears. Hair, hair. What does he do? Wrist strap, wrist strap. Yeah, rub. Rub, rub, rub. Shit's mechanical. And it really <laughs> like is. Like OCD. You, you create like this OCD like pattern to, to make your game like consistent to the point. It's just yeah. it's just the same thing automatically every single time. And you don't he really takes see so it. long that they sometimes call him on it. Time like violations. You're they you have a time it. you're taking way too long in between each serve. Yeah. So so it gets to this point where it's just like you don't see it as you're watching it happen and to a normal fan just like oh my god just get on with it <laughs> this is what makes him great this yeah. is the stuff that makes him great and at the end of his u.s open he was sitting in a chair it was a hard i mean it was hard match i think he won it in four sets but <laughs> he's getting older so he, he's blown some big leads for like some some in, in big time matches but he's sitting there and they're showing him everything that he's done since he started all his grand slams and it's just like number one boom number two boom, boom. and just as he keeps going on dude just breaks down sobbing like that's the 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 emotional backpack that man is wearing (laughs) is is more than i think anyone can really ever comprehend yeah and i think in in games like tennis when it's just you versus somebody else and you just got all these people watching you just like old style gladiators you're not beating the hell out of you trying to kill each other but it's like you're not relying on anyone you, there's else. There's no coaches. You look at your coach. That's a penalty. That's a that's a fine. You know, co- your coach is in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just these guys against. I don't say the world metaphorically, but you know, and and you just see it afterwards. And this dude who's like a machine in all aspects of his life just has this moment where it's just like, oh shit, the machine broke down. Like, just watching it as a fan. <laughs> Nadal is like my my favorite athlete, almost ever. Like when I play tennis, I've been compared to it. Him, I'm not even I'm I'm no, just because I can run a lot of shit. Because anyone that's fast is Rafael Nadal in the tennis <laughs> court, you know. But like I always like appreciated that somebody would compare me to him, and just watching, kind of like a I'm gonna say a hero, but you know, idol, like kind of just have that moment. It's like I was feeling it for him. Mm. I was getting a little. You know, Dusty, this mm. he was cutting onions in here, you know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Was, nice. That's up on my list. I, I didn't have a spot for it, but I probably put okay. it like four or something. So the thing I find, it's just an interesting tidbit that I've always thought about is that he plays left-handed, but he's naturally a right-handed person. He writes with his right hand, but he trained himself and his coaches have trained him since he was little to play lefty because it's an advantage yeah. on the tennis court. I've heard that, yeah. Like to train that hard that you just become a natural with your undominant, non-dominant That's hand is just crazy to yep. me. There was a podcast that covered him and uh, Federer's rivalry, uh, sporty it, or something like that. They sports yeah. war, interesting sports wars. It's really sick. Hmm. It it's really hard for me because I really like Federer too, and I like part of me doesn't want Rafa to beat Fed's record because I just think Federer is just such a natural. I don't even know how to describe it. Like watching Federer is, is like grace. watching grace, mm. watching magic. Perfection. Mm. Yep. And he just makes it look so effortless. effortless while Rafa <laughs> is like grit mm. and 
and pain and sweat. A hard way. And hard. That's why I respect and, it. <laughs> and you watch Federer and it's just like, Grace, like it just looks so. <laughs> yeah, Fed's like already in the spot that he's supposed to be when the ball is returned to him. Nadal is on this side of the court and then he runs to the other side of the court. Completely different All styles. All heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which one I want to root for because they're only one. I root for both of them. Nadal is only one behind Fed, and I don't know if I want and him I to break to be Fed's a, record. I used to staunch, like, Fed, like, don't win anything kind of thing. But Fed's kind of turned into my second favorite grandpa, you know? Well, now, because now he's, like, the <laughs> old guy out there, and you're yeah. like, come on, you so got one, one more, more left in you, don't you? <laughs> solidify that record. Yep. All right, good talk. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I was not expecting all these sports things. Yeah, sports are... Now you guys know how I feel when uh, now you know how I feel when you talk about video games. Hey, no, I know I I would <laughs> love to have a top five sports things, but I know just Damien didn't ha- wouldn't have anything to bring to it. <laughs> Red Sox are cool. <laughs> They're Bruins a thing. Are a thing. Uh, yeah. So let's see. My number seven. All right. Number six. Number six. Music of the year for me. I love memes. I love just viral shit. This was the most meme song of the year. I just couldn't pass up mentioning this again. Damn, you gotta see that at camera. I'm not even sure what this is. <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb, but great at I, the same time. I just did to Carrie that she should put this on her list. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, I don't even know what to actually put on this thing. When I first heard this song, I really thought it was a spoof of something. <laughs> I really did. was like, what are they... Who is this? What are they? Are they clowning on a country singer? Or yeah, because then care what he got behind it. Yeah. And then I was like, is this, this a real song? I say this shit sometimes, and I'm just like <laughs> walking into a match. I'll just be like, nobody tell, tell me nothing. <laughs> That's the only part of the song I'll it's, quote though. It's dumb and it's stupid. I get it, but I love it. The the best part of this song is the the. Uh, rendition that our child made yeah <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> remixed yeah. take, take my, my horse to, to the, the back, back of my, my head, head. <laughs> he since learned the lyrics and he yells at us whenever we bring it up like, it's not <laughs> that i'm like i'm just going your version dude now he yeah now he really knows the words really you really like that you thought that was i love memes okay I, so you don't like it for the quality i love of the it song. for the memes for the okay. lols yes what kind of memes did were birthed from this? He, dude, he. Do you know how many remixes this dude made of that song? Like nine of them. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard them all, but yeah, good for him. So <laughs> I gotta say, in memes. I thought you're gonna throw out that OK Boomer thing. <laughs> Favorite meme of the year, OK yeah. Boomer. Uh, number six podcast, hardcore history. Love it. Still love it. It's literally five hours of the most gruesome, like obscure battles from World War Two. Was what was the, it? Hardcore history. Yeah. Hardcore history. This this most re- recent one was just dudes just digging holes, digging trenches in World War Two during like the the southeastern conflict, the the, the Pacific uh, theater of war, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. The guys down in Indonesia and Philippines just getting mauled by the Japanese. Yeah, Japanese are vicious. Yeah, I I put it on my download list, but uh, yeah. never actually listened to an episode. Seems very intimidating. I mean, four hour podcast. Yeah, who's gonna sit through all that? Awkward but, but, stare. But, I mean, I, I did when I had time, but uh, recently I, I've been adding a couple more, so I've been putting shit on 1.5 speed, so now I'm just like, 
Just put it on 1.5 so speed. Weird. I can't do that. Yeah. Nope. Uh, I don't like it. It's nope. like Alvin and the Chipmunks talking to me. Nah. Uh, number six book was Snow Crash, most recent book I read by Neil Stevenson. Got back to his roots. Well, literally his roots. One of his first books from 1992 about a computer virus and VR, even though 92 didn't really have VR at all. Very cool. Very uh, um, forward-thinking man. Uh, number six game was Slay the Spire. You got to check this shit out. People are putting us on their list for the top ten of the year because it came out of beta. It's all, all the way out. I think it's on PS4. Mm-hmm. I think we didn't we just talk about it? Like yeah, it's on sale. Three, mm-hmm. yeah. PSO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought about buying it. Bye, bye, bye. TV show of the year number six for me was Stranger Things. Check that shit out. St- uh, season three was my favorite so far. Season one was very good. Introduced all the characters. Number two took a little dip. Uh, and number three is back to the stuff that I love. Monsters, all the gangs together. A little bit older. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Uh, number six movie of the year was Midsommar. I don't know if I talked about this to Carrie. I don't know if Carrie was on this podcast. We were I talking about to it. horror movies. Uh, very had a lot of dread. Had a lot of the uh, psychological thriller stuff. I like. It's about a man and a woman. Uh, uh, they go up to this Swedish or Danish festival, this summer's festival, where the the sun never sets. I guess, and it's a very like thing where. It's one of those where you just you go up with like a group of you know six or seven people and you realize wait where's Bob where'd Bob go oh he just he just left okay fine whatever then what the fuck this guy left too wait we're not down now down to four people and then it's like you know at one point the guy leaves and his girlfriend's like wait he just left why why did he leave oh he said he was he was gonna go and you just gotta catch the next ferry it's fine it was whatever then they both now now they now everybody's gone it's like what the fuck now you're down to two people. And it was like, hold on, there's something fucking weird going on. You know, that sort of thing. It's very good. Very creepy. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, number six, Midsommar. Carrie, number six for you. Moving on to TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Now. Talked about this already too much, so I'm going to keep it short. Game of Thrones. Yeah, the ending sucked. I get it. But there was still some good stuff about season eight, like the Battle of Winterfell I thought was pretty awesome. Yes. And Torment is awesome. So. Yes. Still on my list, even though it was disappointing. You can't deny the uh, influence it had over the ten years or nine years, whatever it was. It exactly, was a fantastic yep. show of the one of the top shows of the twenty tens. Yep, it's my favorite show of all time. Still, yeah, yep. yeah. Even with the crappy television ending. by the balls for yeah eight nine years. Yeah, absolutely, fantastic yeah. show. Still had it to the balls. You know, yeah. it, it even people shitting on the ending. Yep. You know, it's it's the old Vince McMahon theory. Even if you're shitting on it, you're still talking about it. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've said enough about Game of Thrones this year, though. So yeah, I feel like I everyone has. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's one of the things, though. I did put uh, Game of Thrones on my list yeah. specifically, like I, the whole season, but but yeah, how it ended in season eight this year. And at one point, I was. Excited! <laughs> I had the, the 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 hope in my heart. This was uh, literally waited my whole life for, not my whole life, but you know, f- since Your like whole th- adult these life. yeah, these books came out in the nineties, you know, and I found these easily like fifteen years ago, and just I had finished the series before the TV series had even begun, and there was kind of like this part where it's like, well, finish the series as much as they have come out. Yeah, 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 yeah. At that time, right. Um, and you know, this was kind of like me looking for a resolution and this was, I, in a way, this was kind of like the resolution I knew that was there, but 
didn't know they were going to go there. So it's frustrating. We'll see. I don't know if he ever finishes the books, if that's what his, his main, his idea was. The books deviated heavily along along the last one. So it'd be interesting to see what George Martin does mm. if he does ever finish them. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was on my <coughs> big if. TV list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a fat joke? No, it's like, is he ever <laughs> actually, is he going to finish them before he dies? Mm. Number six for Dion. Number six. Round six? Yep. I think so. All right, then I can roll with it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to tack on to a little bit of the sports stuff real quick for her. Um, there were two other things that I had. Uh, the Raptors beating the Warriors. The <laughs> fucking dynasty that the Warriors it became, this juggernaut, finally kind of just crushing them into oblivion. Mm. And now look at them. I mean, they're they're struggling. You know, Curry's out. Durant's gone. Uh, Clay Thompson, you know, the heart on that dude, though. He, he tore his ACL in his knee or something like that and still he shot the foul shot and they couldn't even get him out of the game. It's very inspiring. Warriors are, are were a very skilled, great team, but sometimes you just get fucking tired of seeing someone at the top for so goddamn long. Mm. Like the Patriots, a straight up heel turned on them. And, you know, Warriors the same way. Also, <laughs> Tiger Woods winning his 18th or 15th championship. Win one of those two. I don't know. PGA. Anyway, it's been so long since he won one. That was pretty. That was good. Yeah. Man, oh. it's crazy how the hookers and blow, what that did to his game, you know? <laughs> you took that away. And he just, he, he didn't even look like himself, and he finally was able to win one. Everyone's like, he's back. Well, you knew he wasn't back, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see sometimes lightning strike. Like someone just becomes like this, the, the song like um, with Toby Keith is like I ain't good as I ain't as good as I once was, mm. but I'm as good once as I ever was. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like that where like Tiger, he's no longer the Tiger he used to be, but like that one tournament was like a kind of like a magical run that he can just kind of be like right off in the sunset. Yes, but hey, golf's a very lucrative game so yeah <laughs> i keep is. hitting golf balls for the rest of my life if even if i wasn't winning shit yeah but yeah uh that that, that stuff i want to attack on hers my number six um this year we got the first picture of a black hole did you know that uh yes yeah about that. event horizon telescope picked up a picture of a black hole yes so much of my brain cannot comprehend yeah stuff outside of what's happening in this room yeah <laughs> let alone outside of this planet <laughs> and then to tell me that we have now taken a picture of something a black hole in the blackness of space <laughs> with a camera we have a picture of it that makes like a eye or eye of sauron yeah kind of thing. yeah blows my mind and, and then was that me that might have been me i'm sorry <laughs> so unprofessional mm. um and then furthermore, the, the idea of well, being able to see, the, 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 from what I understand of it, I'm not even going to get into real details about it, but the way it's shaped proves Einstein's theory of relativity yep. was you know, accurate. This is a man that did not have this, all of this. He was just <laughs> using, using whatever he had at the time right. to see things. And he was just coming up with stuff in his head. And now we're just like, with all this technology that we have, we're like, well, holy shit. Yeah. This dude was yeah, right. How many years ago was that, that he came up with his 
That's what I'm saying. His theories, like yep. over 50, 60, 70 years ago. I don't know. I have no idea. So, but you know, the technology was How many years later did it up. take us to prove that he was actually right? He's been dead for so long. Yeah. What about the people that doubted him? Like, yeah. They're like, he's fucking right. 50 years, this dude was like sitting like, oh, he's an idiot. And then it's just like, this comes out and it's like, God damn it. Uh, I'll send him a card or something. <laughs> he was right. Yep. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but that's just, cool. uh, I that think that's cool. really cool. Yeah. Charmy thing, a charmy shit's really cool. Like yeah, it it's just uh, yeah. Yeah, all that blows my mind. Yeah, I, I really wish I was smarter to understand a yeah. lot more of the stuff. I know I but do get to a point where I find it so interesting, and then I just get to this point where it's like I'm Technical. totally saturated. My brain yeah. can't handle anymore, and yep. I'm just like legal okay. jumbo mumbo <laughs> brain overload. Can't must take break. Brain can't comprehend. You have completed your quota of big words. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to our top five stuff of the year. I'm gonna start out with my number five song of the year. It's kind of it's kind of a meme, kind of a silly song, but I like it. By uh, Y2K and BB No, BB Noss. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's got like billion downloads and streams and shit. Yeah, a lot of streams. Anyways, liked it. Good song. Um, let's see, number five podcast of 2019. Reply all. It's a great investigative podcast. Usually they do tech stuff. Omen, Omen's uh, Snapchat got stolen. They actually tracked down who stole it and why. And it's basically a dude who was looking for, you know, like OG Snapchat names and OG Twitter names and Instagram names, you know, like Fire or Dragon or like, you know, all those, you know, names that don't have numbers at the end of them. So they, they go for a lot of the black market. So that was what happened to her. She had like lizard i think was her name and somebody snatched it and tried to sell it so very interesting to see where that stuff came from um yeah a lot of cool uh smaller stories that they they investigate um yeah so it's like sort of like this american life but uh, more technology based number let's see five book was fall or dodge in hell that was neil stevenson's newest book i went from his earliest book one of his earliest books to his newest book it's the one where the guy dies uh dodge from one of his characters from Reem D dies and and goes to this simulated world he wanted I don't know if he asked for his name to be or his, his mind to be uh, put on a server but they did it and it's this interesting idea of how much literally how much computing powder and how much money and how much investment you would have to put into keeping somebody alive on a, on a server you know and is it, is it worth it or not and what are, what are people going to do once they are on the server you know if you put them on if you put somebody actual brain actual thinking at their actual you know everything on a, on a server and put them in like a minecraft sort of thing what are they going to do with it you know this guy uh, you know built a whole world and was like a god or a king of his whole world and they inserted more other quote unquote you know like souls into his world and he was you know presiding over them being a god over them and it was basically about how 
what what would happen if you took a normal person, put them, give them that much power in a, in a virtual world. So it's very interesting. Very mm. good book. Mm. Recommend it. Uh, number five TV show, The Boys, Amazon's Prime's adaptation of the Garth Ennis graphic novel about superheroes. Superheroes were assholes in the real world, and they had, you know, no, little to no supervision. What would they actually be like? And it's not good. <laughs> they do the boys. the boys. Yes, the boys on Amazon Prime. Uh, ten episodes, nine episodes, something like that. Sort shortish. Um, yeah, fucking great. The the scenes where uh, what's his name Homelander is the Superman stand-in. He has the flight. He has the super heat vision. All that stuff. So gets a little rough when he uh, doesn't give a shit no more and he goes into a terrorist or uh, hideout and just sort of uh, is unleashed. <laughs> sort of takes what I think I told you about this, but he takes a dude, just puts his head on the ground, just goes slowly crushes his head under his mm-hmm. foot. And uh, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a dude named The Deep, which is like the uh, the, the Aquaman. Adele? Yes. Rolling, she, he's rolling in the deep as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deep is the Aquaman dude, and he um, t- has like a Me Too movement. He has a uh, what do you call it? Me Too, not, not, not hashtag. hashtag Me Too, but he has a, yeah, one of those things happened to him, so he has to go. I got Me Too. He got Me Too, and they send him to this uh, hotel or something or so- somewhere, this treatment center, and somebody working there or something like also like assaults him in a different way he has he has gills so the woman gets up on him this is spoilers if you haven't seen the boys but she like gets all up on him and he's like no i don't can you not stop please and she's like fingering his fingers up in the gills yeah and it's like oh boy that's um that's an interesting interesting take on you know consent and sexual assault and that sort of thing i suppose yeah yeah um, number five. Fishing the same way. <laughs> <laughs> number five for me this year was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I fucking love that movie so much. Man, there's so many movies I could have watched. So movies. prior to this. Yeah, <laughs> but I did not. Yeah, dude. So I many suspect movies. that movie could have been up on yeah. my list. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, I said it before, but yeah, Leo, Leo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. Uh, Kurt Kurt Russell, um, bunch of people. Uh, uh, what's his What's his name's last movie? Uh, Luke Perry's last movie, last thing he did. A uh, bunch of people in this loved it so much. Wait, wait, wait. This is the last thing Luke Perry did. Yeah, I thought he died. He died a while ago. This yeah, like two years ago. I think this movie was filmed like two years ago. Really? Yeah. Um, Till. Yeah, Till. Yes. Great, fucking great acting by Mr. Uh, Leo DiCaprio because he's playing he's playing an actor, and the scene that he has to act in is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, definitely check it out. That was number five, Gary. Number five for you. I have another TV show, um, The Crown. Yes. Yep. Great. Um. So this is about Queen Elizabeth II's life. And um, so the first two seasons were they had certain actors playing the queen and her husband, and then they recast. So now they're I just finished watching season three with all the new recast um, actors in from the first two seasons. I don't know. I liked Claire Foy better yeah. oh, okay. than the new one. Yep. Um, just I liked her personality better. I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah. But I still found it interesting to watch. Um, I always like to watch historical things like this where I can go back and be like, so how much of this is true and how much is dramatized for the show? And so after every episode, not every episode, but a lot of the episodes, I'd go back, I'd go on the internet and look and be like, oh, so that actually happened, but this part, I mean, how can they really know yeah. if that happened or not? Right. But um, this this season I found very interesting because you're seeing Charles um, kind of become an adult and all the things that he went through and falling in love before he met Princess Diana and that whole thing happened. So it's just interesting. I didn't know like he was actually dating Camilla, who he's married to now. Mm-hmm. He was dating her and in love with her before he ever met Diana. Oh, really? And it just didn't work out. And then, well, like his family kind of interfered because they didn't want them together. And then he met Diana later and married Diana and went through that whole fiasco and they got divorced. And then he married Camilla and he's still married to Camilla. Hmm. So that I just found that interesting. Like maybe that's who he was actually meant to be with, but his family frowned upon her. I right. can't remember why. Do you remember why? Who? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Philip, his uh, no Charles. Charles, yeah, 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 yeah. He was supposed to be married to another. He was in love with Camilla, but the family kind of split them up, and I can't remember what about Camilla they didn't like. Oh, uh, they didn't want them together. That's why I missed that. I'm sorry. Hmm. Wasn't he from like a? Where was he from? Like Wales. Well, he was that he was, um. They made him Prince of Wales. He's not from Wales. Yeah. Was that episode that we watched, was that their, their child doing the same thing he basically did? Right? What, where, where did he have to give that speech? His In kid? Wales. Yeah. And that was kind of like his uh, coming of age kind of thing. Like, yes. This was good. People respect you. And they had bad relations with them. Was that, was Charles and Elizabeth's marriage like kind of? Charles is Elizabeth's son. So, okay. Philip. Philip is her husband. Oh, so who broke up who? Charles. They try to get Charles away from, what's her face? Camilla, yes. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. But I can't remember why. All right, I'm sorry. I'm totally. Anyway, it's a good thing. show. Yes. I like it. I forgot to mention <coughs> Lighthouse. I made that my number nine. I don't know why I skipped it. But that was my number nine movie of the year. Why did you skip it? It was so I good. Don't, I don't know. I'm going to play a clip here. It was so stinky oh, that he can yeah. 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 hold that. I seen it. You're fond of me, lobster. Say it. So we got. Hold on, let me. Say yeah. Put some context here. We got uh, William Defoe and Robert Pattinson plays two lighthouse keepers. Robert, uh, that was my best William Defoe laugh, by the way. <laughs> uh, they are drunk in the scene, and Robert Pattinson is saying that he hates William Defoe's food, including his lobster. Say it. I don't have to say nothing. Danny! Let Neptune strike ye dead, Winslow! Hark! Hark! Triton! Hook? Hark! Hark! Bellow! Bid our father, the Sea King, rise from the depths full, foul in his fury, black waves teeming with salt foam. To smother this young mouth with punch and slime. 
to choke ye, engorging your organs till ye turn blue and bloated with builds and brine and can scream no more. Only when he, crowned in cockle shells <laughs> with slithering tentacle tail and like, steaming beard, take up his fell befinned arm. His coral tine trident screeches banshee-like in the tempest and plunges right through your gullet, bursting ye a bulging bladder no more, <laughs> but a blasted bloody film now a nothing for the RPs and the souls of dead sailors to pick and claw and feed upon only to be lapped up and swallowed by the infinite waters of the dread emperor himself. Forgotten to any man, to any time, forgotten to any god or devil, forgotten even to the sea, for any stuff or part of Winslow. Her eyes are screwed. Even any scantling <laughs> of your soul is Winslow like no more. Maybe. But is now itself the sea. Scene. All right, have it your way. I like to cook it. <laughs> Very convincing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this fucking movie. It's like it's just all a lot of scenes with that. Yeah. Imagine so, like you come upstairs and ask me how I want my eggs, and I just go <laughs> around the tirade like that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, all right, scramble it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So is that to? Uh, do anything for you? I mean, it was very passionate. Yes, I, 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 I could probably watch that movie at some point. Yeah, it's like hour and a half. It's fine. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were on your five, right? Me. Yes. Me? Her. Me. You. Yeah. You. Uh, me. You. I'm moving me? into the you? movie me? category me? now. Oh, you the did. The rest the... of mine are movies. Oh, okay. Dion, do you remember your number five? Well, I mean, we didn't have to skip her. No, she did her. You did um, the the queen, right? The no, that's a that's a show. Oh, okay. So moving into movies. Yes, now. yes, yes. Um, last movie I saw in the movie theaters, Frozen Two. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it just as much as the original. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick the it music up, was great. I want to watch it again and learn all the music, and so I can sing it and annoy everyone. <laughs> um, I I really enjoyed watching it with my five year old. I think that yeah. was the best part. Was kind of watching him watch it and mm -hmm. his reaction to things his reaction to the funny parts and the the scary parts it's mm -hmm. just it was cute mm -hmm. i enjoyed it mm -hmm. i let my five-year-old watch far from home spider-man today oh and i don't remember all of it that happened i remember some of it like the big lava monster i was like mm, oh yeah it's too scary you know let me know he never said anything was scary but then there was the part with the droid the, the drones we're out there like shooting live rounds. Oh no, Spider-Man and yeah. stuff. I'm like, probably could have thought that through. That <laughs> the part where he gets hit by a train didn't do anything for him, huh? The part where he gets hit by a train. Didn't I don't think it was in the room for the train part. Oh. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anything was super aggressive. It wasn't like, like, oh, there goes his stomach out his yeah. back yeah, or anything like that. But man, you should have seen his what eyes. What is that movie rated? PG-13. It's fine. <laughs> it's Marvel, you know. I they put PG thirteen just because someone says, "Hey, dick face." Yeah, you know, which 
Yeah, but he's five. I think he probably it's went over. It's not like oh, he's ten. Yeah, he's I mean, close superheroes to superheroes though. Superheroes. He's five. I don't even think it's a big deal. I, I've done a lot of thinking about this. There's some movies I probably won't let him watch. Some like for like the heroes that are hyper aggressive. Say like Thor. Mm. You know, he goes around looking for a fight. Yes. Not always great. Spider Man, he doesn't want to fight. He's a kid just like him. Yes. And it teaches him. What was he saying yesterday about responsibility and stuff? <coughs> you know. Uh, there is a lesson to be learned that you know not everybody's a nice person out there uh, but anyways I, I got away from it you should have seen his eyes when uh, Mysterio at the end had that videotape yeah and he was like uh, Spider-Man is Peter Parker and then it cut out and James was like and I'm like he's like what happened I'm like it sounds like everyone knows who Spider-Man is now yeah he was just like wide eyes like that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cute. It is cute. So what was your number five? Oh, Spider-Man? Hmm? No, no, no. I was just tacking on. She was saying oh. how she enjoyed watching a movie with her child. Oh, okay. Her child. Uh, her child. Okay, so <laughs> I did, um, you know, I threw a couple in there, the, the other sports stuff. But, you know, I'll give you one for fun. Uh, Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. Animated show. Nice. The, it's in season three now. Yep. Um, but, you know, season three is 2019. Actually, haven't even gotten to that point yet. But from what I have watched, mm. uh, I really enjoy it. You know, uh, about a bunch of kids hitting puberty. Go I ahead. hate you Go so ahead. much for what you're going to do. Go ahead. I'm going to talk forever just so you can never <laughs> say what you're about to do. <laughs> um, the cast for this is actually a very entertaining cast. Nick Kroll. That's, it's actually his brainchild. John Mulaney. Um I can't even say this guy. The guy that played Rafi, though, in yes. uh, the league. You can say his uh, name? Jason Mantazuka. Manzuka. So look at you. It's literally oh, two words. It's not even two words. It's <laughs> one made up word as the last two name syllables, is. Man. My last yes. name is two words. Thank you. Uh, Fred Armisen, Maya Rudolph, Jordan Peele, your boy. My boy. Yeah. Us uh, boy. It's just a hormone monster. Yeah. It kind of. Uh, you've woken up sometimes like what the fuck are you watching because <laughs> some of the shit they say is hilarious mm. but it is true like hormones do a crazy thing to your brain <laughs> and uh just, just it's it's basically just you know like this whole animated show is just you know amplified by like a hundred but it cracks me up it's just the things they say are over the top obviously rafi's character uh sorry jason blah, 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 blah. Man, i think i said it correct man uh, his character is like this kid that his family's like doesn't really pay attention to him he he doesn't know what a hug is but like he, he craves human touch and everything like that and um dick kroll's character he's he's like this the main character he's he's this goofy kid big mouth kind of like you know title of the show just says he's uh ridiculous he, he goes through puberty a little bit later than his friend andrew which is the Mulaney character. And it's just, I don't know. If you gave it a chance, it, you, I don't know what you were like as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to feel like you had some of this wild stuff going in you that you just, it, it, it's, it's in everyone, but how you suppress it is a big deal. I feel like looking at you, looking at you, I feel like things were suppressed in totally different ways yes. <laughs> oh yes absolutely it's just it, it, it's something for everybody and there's a hormone monster for the the women too it's like i don't know i feel like instead of like remember us uh, uh 
that's what, what were those classes called sex, sex ed no um there's a special name for some of them special sex ed nope i feel like there's for the special anyways this should be like the, the 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 show they show you instead of the uh the very real personal uh, movies okay like so my you. number four song of the year Flip this goddamn table was lizzo truth hurts you love this song that bitch you like meme potential this meme this potential. has been more meme than yes. the other one yeah absolutely so yeah sure my number four meme song of the year that's fine i still think it's a cleverly written song yeah no the way you sing it the presentation bothers me greatly <laughs> So, moving on. Uh, number four podcast of the year is Passenger List. I don't know if I ever even talked about this. It's the one about the woman who investigates a uh, plane crash that her brother was on. And it's this whole thing of like, she's going to, 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 uh, what is this? Can't concentrate. Uh, investigates, you know, it, was it biological bacteria attack? Was it terrorism? Was it this thing? Was it that thing? And it ends with her just being like, all right, it was natural. It was a, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, pilot error. You know, it was, that's what FEA said. That's what the government said. That's what everybody said. So, and she's like, fine, I guess he's just dead. You know, so, you know, the whole thing was, I, th- I thought was this whole allegory about trying to, trying to keep your loved ones alive. You know, if somebody dies, you want to do everything you can to, to make it not real. And then that was just her whole mission. Her goal was to make it not real. And I thought, okay, that's a great story. Last five minutes of the last episode of the podcast, get a call. Hey, it's your brother. I'm alive. Uh, fuck you. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, you hate, to see it. you hate to see it, but still a good uh, journey altogether. Number four book of the year was Fantasyland. I don't know if I talked to Carrie about this one. It was my only uh fiction nonfiction nonfiction book of the year it was about um faint, uh con artists throughout the years about like not even con artists just how america was founded on this belief of we're going to come here the the pre-colonial america was founded on this belief that we're uh that columbus's people the pilgrims and other people like that what was columbus's people called the this the spaniards right he was Spanish. Spanish. Yes. So the Spaniards came here looking for gold, basically. Came came to the south. south. No, he was Italian. Was? But the f- Spanish were the ones that sent him over. Oh, okay. Portugal. Somebody, you know, people came here pre, pre-America, <laughs> came to the, the Americas. Was the king of Portugal? Portugal? Didn't they send him over? The queen. Spain. The queen of Portugal, I thought. Queen. Spain. The king and the queen banging? Sure. It was Isabel and Isabella. Ferdinand, Ferdinand and Isabella. Yes, them. Mm-hmm. From Spain. From the Spain. King and queen of Spain. They sent them over with the the, the Santa Maria. The Nina de Pinta de Santa, Santa Maria. Maria. Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> Fantasyland, written by Kurt Anderson, <laughs> was about from, you know, pre-colonial America to now, about how you know, we've always fallen for hucksters and and con men, and uh, you know the the what's it, the, the the circus guy? What's his name? The the guy that made the first circus. Barnum and Bailey. Barnum and not Barnum and Bailey. The the other guy. The 
uh, I don't know what what I forgot what his name was, but the, they made the first circus and just how we're so P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum, thank you. From Barnum and Bailey. Barnum, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, throughout you know centuries since this country was founded, we've been you know susceptible and and we were gull- gullible towards con men and and hucksters and people selling us bullshit for hundreds of years and it's, hmm. we've got the ultimate fucking huckster in the white house right now so that's cool um my number what are we doing four number four video game of the year was no man's sky no man's guy hot take yeah um they they continue to support it i believe a new um a new DLC, not DLC, a new update has been applied since I haven't been playing it, but it's still a very good looking game. Very now, fun game. That's your that's your favorite game of 2019? <laughs> Number four. Yep. That game of the year. I'm just saying because it came out in 2016. Yeah, it's, it's been supported. Okay, the, cool. the, the No Man's no Man Sky from 2016 is not the same game in 2019. That's fair. Uh, number four TV show of the year was Killing Eve, and I have some music from the show I would like to pull up. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. Uh, Killing Eve was the show about the uh, MI6 British agent that was tracking down a um, serial, serial killer. This is a song from the show called Danger by Unlocked. I love the music from the show. It's fucking incredible. The, the, the cinematography, the, just the look of the show is great. Stars. Uh, oh, man. I should know her name. Uh, oh, Sandra Oh, I know, is the FBI agent. Or the CIA agent. MI6. Sorry. She's the British people. Um, Jody, oh, Jody, Jody Cormier is the killer. Serial killer. Assassin, actually. Jody? Jody? Jody Cormier? Okay. Called the Joker. He's a very interesting looking one. There's Jody Cormier. Yes. Um, see? Very, very, because she, she does so many different accents for whatever role she's playing. She's one of those, you know, assassins that can transform into anybody or whatever she needs to be. Very good show. I highly recommend. I think I Transformer more than meets the eye. I believe you can find this on Amazon. Yes. Don't walk, run. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And so we, that brings me to my number four movie of the year <laughs> which was Marriage Story. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Marriage Story. Go. Talk about it. It's a good show. Good, good yeah. movie. Yeah, I would say my fourth best movie of the year. Fourth <laughs> best movie of the year. Yep. Uh, Carrie, which number four? Number three? Number four? Number four thing? I only have three left for some reason. Nice. But um, <coughs> so unprepared. Like I said, these are not not ranked. I'm just in my movie section right now. Um, Rocket Man. Yeah, buddy. Learning it's about Elton John while listening to his time. music. Good. Yep. It, was good. It, was, it was interesting. It was not what I expected, um, but I liked it. Yep. Um, very sweet and tender gay love scene in it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which I thought was was cool. I thought it was brave. Um, 
Nice. And, you know, my, my boyfriend is in it, Richard Madden. <laughs> plays such a dick in the movie, but I still love him. Also, he was half of that that sweet and tender gay love scene. Now, you used the word brave, so I was going to comment, and then I didn't because brave is such a such a word to be used in such things. But was the only other gay scene you've ever seen what broke back now? Maybe think so. That's fair. I mean, uh, your your you? description is still very accurate. Yeah. Huh? Well, you? I don't think the the scene in Brokeback Mountain was very tender and sweet. It was like oh, yeah. brutal to <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> like this is happening. Yeah. Like I'm doing this, this was very. I don't know. It was just like spontaneous. This was sweet and fun and okay. not like as. What's the word I'm looking for? Cringy? Aggressive? Yeah. Rapey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch Call Me By Your Name. That's a that's a movie with some gay stuff in it, too. Oh, boy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn, what's number four thing of the year? I apologize if this is super loud for anyone. Nope. What'd you just do? Do nothing. You turned it up. Go ahead. Do it again. Yeah. Run it again. It took me 16 years to find <laughs> you. did a thing. I told you I guys. did a thing. Band called Highly Suspect. Uh, they came around like not 2019 or anything. Like 2009, I think they originated. Out of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. But they have a new album out. This is a song from that album. This album I've listened to. Ridiculous amount. <laughs> this entire year. It's nice. MCID. Song's called 16, but I mean, just the whole album. It's got this sound to it. I, I feel like, I don't know, you throw out a lot of music you probably have heard or like yes, these guys. I have heard and like them. Right. But I've been hooked on these guys all year. This is, uh, like, yeah, I don't even know where I found them. Like Spotify was just like, oh yeah, recommend songs. Boom. It's like, oh shit, I'm digging this. But yeah. Yeah. This song bumps. You know, all these songs just have that. I like this guy's voice too. It's very, uh, not really anything special, mm. but I just feel like he hits those those notes that really appear to me, appeal to me, mm. and just just the rhythm that he's got going. Like, yep, nice, very good. Highly, su- highly suspect. What was the song name? Uh, sixteen, number sixteen. MCID. What was the album? Not really sure what the album's title is all about. But MCID yeah. isn't that like uh, Roman numerals? Might be, might be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred and fifty something. Right. You think so? Isn't M? M is a thousand. I thought C is a hundred. C is a hundred. M is a thousand. Hmm. Huh. Oh, is it nineteen? Yep. Is it twenty nineteen? I was yeah. gonna say. You want me to look that up? Yeah, MCID. Guess, uh, look at uh, MCID yeah. and Roman numerals. Nineteen would be I X X. No. No. How would you do that? Well, mm-hmm. actually, MCID does have its own uh, How description. Did you make um, 19? Minimal clinically important difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is cool. the smallest change in the treatment outcome that an individual patient would identify as important mm. and which would indicate a change in the patient's management. Nice. Yeah. Am- highly suspect. Get right. at it. My number three music of the year. Uh, some dude. Uh, so rapper mumble rappers die a lot apparently from uh 
overdoses of the pills they take. Um, one of them was Juice World. I'm assuming. I don't know anything about his death, but I'm going to go ahead and assume he died oh, from whatever. Aldo's crying right now. Is he? Uh, Juice <laughs> World has a song over it. named uh, Lucid Dreams. song of the year let's go to podcast of the year or number what am i doing number three sorry that was number three music my number three podcast of the year was waypoint radio great uh video game video game review show uh journalist review podcast but also about they do football they do you know social issues they do they do uh reviews of of you know things that they do reviews of video games and sports and other things in the context of, you know, fuck, fucking capitalism, fucking racism, fucking all that stuff. So, very good. Very good show if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, number three, book of the year. This will be no surprise. The Three-Body Problem. It was a trilogy. My number three was the first book in that trilogy. The Three-Body Problem was the name of the first book. Number three game of the year was Apex Legends. Love that game. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if that was going to make an appearance. Yes. Great game. Great battle royale. Um, played it when it first came out. Apparently, it's got a lot of updates to the map. They always update that shit for everything. A lot of shit I don't understand. Um, so I'm gonna pause the music real quick and play a scene from my number three TV show of the year called Fleabag. This stars Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She wrote it, and I don't know if she directed it, but she stars in it as well. Her name is, her name of the show is Fleabag, I believe. This is some best, best bits from series two. Thank you. you look well. Where have you been? Boots. You it's nice. lovely there this time of year. Putting pine nuts on your salad doesn't make you a grown-up. Fucking does. Is that fair? Yes, but it's okay because it had a stroke. Oh, oh, lovely. <laughs> Food good? Yep. And the sauce is disgusting. Mm. There's a lot of things Can about the show. It was delicious. Mm. Great, Thank lovely. you. Thank lovely. you. Lovely. Lovely. Was that it? Buffering. Please be seated. <laughs> <laughs> also with you. Uh, 2019, my favorite thing is the internet. Yeah. All the time. Hello. No. Where are you from? I'm, I'm not. This isn't. I'm, I'm, I'm not part of this. I shouldn't have to. I don't want to tell you that. No. Sorry. No. I love that colour. Which one? That one? Oh, that's three colours. That's the Queen. Yes. Olivia Coleman's in the show. <sighs> Excuse me, I've got dry forearms. Sure. What have you found in your abstinence? Well, I'm very horny, and your little scarf isn't helping. <laughs> God, hi! Hi! 
You're yeah. with child? Yes. Cool. Yeah, you've got a fringe. Yeah. Yeah, oh, cool. Oh, you always cool. wanted a baby. Yeah, you always wanted a fringe. She, don't say it. She, she actually, uh, just, just don't say it. She actually orgasmed when she finished it. I just said it, apparently. Oh. Well, whatever gets you there. Fuck's sake. I know people in this building. Anyone could come. Hi, Claire. Hello, Leslie. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Uh, what is that? That man had a family. <laughs> oh, wow, that up. I love this show so much because it does a lot of. What's his name? It, it. What do you call that when you when you take Claire. a thing? She, you know the you know the fourth wall breaking thing where somebody will look at the camera and start talking to it. She does a thing with that, but sort of does a twist on it. Where where say if I'm talking to you, then I look at the camera and I start talking to it. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I do that thing. So I started talking to the camera, and you're like, "Hey, uh, where'd you go? You just went away for a second. I was like that sort of thing. Where she's hmm. you're not acknowledging me talking to the camera, but you're like, "Hold on, wait. You just you just mentally drifted off for a second. Where'd you go? Yeah. So very very cool show. Scrubs. Did they do that in the show? He would. Well, I mean, he would never. But he would, he would drift off, and they'd be like, "No, I know what you're doing. Get back." <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Number three movie of the year: The Fucking Irishman. I love the fucking Irishman. Hmm. Yeah. Although we were just talking about how it's too long for him to watch, but sit down with a fucking I don't know Guinness with a Guinness or not with a fucking you know get a get a get a heavy, get a heavy blanket get some snackies. Sit down, watch this fucking movie. Okay. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, Carrie, number three. <coughs> Aladdin, the the live action. Aladdin. Mm. Yeah. Aladdin. I thought I'd be disappointed when I went into it because, you know, it's not the original. But I wasn't really. Um, some of the same old songs, you know, Prince Ali and Whole New World and the Friend Like Me. They did all that, but they had some new songs thrown in there. A friend too, like me? So. Wasn't that from Toy Story? No. You he ain't had a never had a friend, never oh. had a friend. Oh. A friend like me is different. Okay. That's you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Yeah. Ooh, that's a uh, different. Yep. Daddy, you got a friend in me. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh no. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I liked it. Um and I wasn't very disappointed. I don't know. I mean, it's hard when Robin Williams isn't the genie. But yeah, yeah. It was all right. Will Smith did his own take on it, and it was, it was fine. It was good. Not as good, but good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you're like nostalgia, is, you know, makes the uh, the first one better. Yeah. And then so you can't really. Yeah. Absorb that. Yeah. Do better than that. Dion, number three for you, sir. Number three was Chernobyl. Yeah, dude. I got to watch that. I, I have a, I literally have a list of shit to watch from 2019. Yeah. So I have like I tried. two days. Yeah. I have two days to uh, complete what, this. What turned you off? I could, it gave me too much anxiety. Yeah. yeah. yeah they really did um, shine in those moments. Like, <clears throat> I'm not saying that in, in that moment it was like, you know, pretty intense, but they had to to get these guys into 
to turn off the uh, the the water system or something because it was leaking, or it had floated something and it was creating irradiated water or whatever. But they had to get in there, turn the pumps off, and they, I mean, if you if you see any scene from that, really, I think that's one of the things where you just hear the what do they call it like Geiger counter yeah um, the thing's just crackling and it gets worse and worse the, the the closer you are to any kind of radiation so they're like in the water and it's fine you got this like kind of hum like almost like a background noise and then they get to this point where it turns out their flashlights are cranked nah. so t- to work but the way the show was ending you didn't realize that it was or maybe that was a safeguard feature in it but the battery you you it made it seem like the radiation was so powerful that it was killing the, <coughs> yeah. the battery, the electricity. Yeah. yeah. Um, but later on, when the next episode starts, they kind of like crank it up. But yeah. the the show just ends blackness, and all you hear are is panting from the people, and the the Geiger counter is just going haywire on them. Like, <sighs> and it is she is absolutely right. The anxiety there yeah. was, was very Palpable. overwhelming. <laughs> But that's also one of the things I, I didn't like about the show is that they took the, uh, first and foremost this was an HBO show let's make some money you know they yeah. they create these situations to to make suspense for it all because honestly Chernobyl was never really like it wasn't like what's gonna happen next kind of thing it was just like everything happening scientists realizing hey oh shit that's like the core you know like this you know radiation in the air oh the wind's blowing how do you make those things exciting so you have to find out situations that you can make more intense yeah for, you're basically just you're turning it up to 100 yeah and uh like there was a scene where they could see the the plant burning and there was like ash coming over and there was like a bridge and they're like everyone died on that bridge they didn't they, die on the bridge oh okay you know like it's still unknown what kind of damage it's actually done to, to people. But like all in all, the immediate casualty count yep. was actually considerably low. Yeah. Uh, compared to what it did that thing at the end of the, the, the show series where it was like all these people on this thing died, you know, that kind of, and it's like, eh, not really. Yeah, not yeah, really. yeah. So they took liberties. I mean, first and foremost, it was a TV show. Yeah. But, uh, definitely went to the, 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 extra heights with the drama but there were some really gnarly things like radiation poisoning the one of the scenes that got me was that um all the people that were on the scene they 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 had the radiation poisoning they were put in the hospital and they're all like sick they all feel it Mm. and then one day they're all feeling fine they're all playing cards and they're like oh we're getting out of here tomorrow next day their body literally melts yeah from like the inside out they're like their skin no longer has that color anymore they're clear they're see-through like ghouls from fallout that kind of thing yeah like that's the stuff and it's like this woman she was pregnant and she was just like i need to see my husband they're like no you can't do that you're pregnant you're going to literally kill your baby yeah (laughs) and the doctors weren't wrong you know that kind of stuff uh and it's just above all that it's just the lengths that the Soviet Union went to to convince the world yeah. that they were not bad people, right. that, that, that there was no problem, that there were times where they had to turn to their ally or their their enemies, not really allies, and they're just like, 
we're not doing it. We're too fucking proud, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's make the situation worse. And I don't know. I I really thought it was it was great. And she is right. It was very suspenseful. Yeah. And it is informative in a sense, but you do need to know where to, you know, take your own time to research. Yeah. It's not like a straight up documentary of what happened. Yep. I gotta catch up on it, and I probably will over this weekend. Yep, maybe next weekend. I feel like I could tell you all this stuff too because yeah, you know, it happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Uh, my number two song of the year is Taylor Swift. I need you to calm down. Boy, boy. <sighs> you are somebody that I don't know, but you're taking shots at me like it's Patron, and I'm just like, damn. I don't think this is her best work. Not at all. <laughs> but her message is very clear. Yes. And it is something that needs to be monitored going forward. Yes, absolutely. For the youth of yeah. society. Absolutely. Yep. It is good. A lot of stuff. Taylor gets a lot of hate. Um, and I just often that she's my sweet baby angel. But she she is a voice for a lot of yeah if not all of the young people in the world mm-hmm. and i don't know if you actually took the time to listen to her lyrics she is explaining yep. real problems sometimes yep. like even that song shake it off like she does she does a dumb part in it and she's trying to like appeal to children you yep. know obviously but like it, it, it is a message to kids like hey you know not everyone's gonna like you shake it off kind of i appreciate the message but i don't think that it's I think lyrically it's pretty bad. Mm. It is. I mean, some of the rhymes that she tries, it, it's kind of like she has to go at this pace. Uh, you're taking shots at me like it's Patron. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's choppy and a, yeah. abrasive to my ears. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it really is the beat of this song that I don't like. Okay. Uh, my number two podcast of the year was a uh, short-lived, well, not short-lived, but short-limited run show called cautionary tales um little snippets of bad things that have happened over the years and what happened what led up to like you said the chernobyl sort of thing where it was you know small little mistakes leading up to one big mistake um one of the most interesting one was the 2016 uh uh, oscar awards academy awards where you had what was it uh, la la land and and uh moonlight in the same category you had uh warren Beatty and I forget the woman's name, but they both went up and Warren Beatty is handed in an envelope and he reads it and it says, uh, what what it actually says was Emma Stone, best actress, La La Land. They had two copies of each award in case somebody misplaced one or something happened to one of them. They had an extra copy. Uh, what was his name? Somebody presented the best actress to, to Emma Stone. That envelope was in that guy's hand. He walked off with it. So... The extra copy was in the, the the other guy's hand. You know, there's two copies. One one copy goes to the presenter. One copy stays with the other person. So the other person was got got distracted, right? When he's handing out the envelope to Warren Beatty, he's te- he actually took a selfie with Emma Stone. It's a, it's on Twitter. It's still on Twitter. He took a selfie with Emma Stone when he was supposed to hand out the envelope to Warren Beatty. So he handed him the wrong the wrong envelope. Warren Beatty goes out there. He goes like what the fuck is this? Because he's like 90 years old and he has no shit. And then his co-star, I forget her name, uh, uh, Faye, Faye, Faye Dunaway, uh, looked at him and was like, what the fuck are you doing, Warren? Stop messing around. So she's like, best 
best uh, best picture winner La La Land. And you know, he's messing around. She doesn't know what's going on. She just wants to get on with it. She says that. So you realize and then he goes back and the the podcast uh you know, narrator says that this is what happened. The 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 font on the thing, like the whole thing transpired to get to get the envelope in Warren Beatty's hand. That fucked up. But then you also have the fact that the font on the envelope itself is fucked up because it says like the font is Oscars 2019 in huge gold font. And then it has little small writing, the the title of the um you know, best actress is in big writing, the actress is in smaller writing that the name of the movie isn't even smaller writing. So it's like this, the whole priority of the font size is out of whack, first of all. So then he's like, well, you have a safeguard in, in, in place so that if one envelope goes missing, you have another one. That's fine. But the reason the wrong envelope went out was because of that safeguard was in effect. So it's like this thing of you are trying to, you have too much, you have too, too many safeguards in, in, in this, in this scenario. You have too much, you know, too much protection, too much regulation going on in here. So apparently what's going to happen now is they're going to have three envelopes next year, the, wow. the year after. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> compare that to Noble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they didn't learn the lesson. So it's a very cool podcast about, there's another one where a captain was, was you know, his boat was supposed to go into this channel that's like super skinny and he, he wasn't supposed to go in there. And the rest of the crew was like, you're not supposed to go in there. And he's like, fuck it. We already charted, I charted this course. We're not, deviating from this course because I'm the fucking captain. You know, it's that sort of thing of like, follow my fucking orders and we're going Kill where we're going. Yeah. And then other ones where, um, yeah, it's just, uh, we're, it's a, uh, a thing where the 20, 2008 uh, uh, economic crash happened, the housing market crash because somebody went in and told him to talk, said to the Fed chairman, Ben Bernanke, this guy from, from Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or, or Goldman Sachs, one of these giant you know, insurance companies came to him and said, we're fucked. We're fucking fucked because we don't have the money to cover all these banks failing at the same time. He sent that letter to him. And because Bernanke was the one guy doing all of the, doing nine things at once, he didn't have time to, to look at this report that, uh, that one of these insurance companies said to him. So it's an interesting thing of, of the, the basic theme of the show and the basic message of the show that he wants to get to, to get over to people is slow the fuck down. Slow down. Look at what you're doing. Think about what you're doing, and just just don't don't think about if you, this is the one course, the the one path, the one plan that you have. Don't you can't deviate from that path. Don't let your pride, don't let your whatever get in the way. So I'll stop it real quick. The Chernobyl yeah. thing. That's not yeah. a lot of small mistakes yes. either. That was yes. straight up Soviet fucking shit. Saying, yeah, hey, that's not even. That's not even an option. Yeah, there yeah. is no fail safe because we'll never fail. Yeah. And if you ever say we fail, yeah. we got our old method out here. <laughs> bah, that's a bullet in your head. Yeah. We'll find you a replacement. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two book of the year was Dark Forest, the second series, the second book in the series in the Three Body Problem uh, book series. Very good. Um, second best video game I played this year was Outer Worlds, the mm, yeah. RPG. That would have been on my list, I'm sure. Yep. Number two show of the year for me was Succession. And let me play the theme real quick. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> it's got a piano to it, though. Yeah, pretty good, huh? Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love the show. Um, Gary, did I tell you about the show? That noir kind of shit. Is what? A little bit of a, like a noir kind of 
Yeah, the white noir shit. Yeah, it's basically it's like Mad Men. Remember that? Yes, yes, exactly. It's a lot like that. So Succession is a show about um, Brian, Brian Cox plays an old. Um, he's basically the, uh, the like the Fox News, the head of Fox News, where he's the head of this giant news corporation. And he said, I guess maybe a few months ago before the show started, I'm gonna retire, and I'm gonna send, I'm gonna put, you know. I'm going to give somebody the, the reins to my thing. And it's going to be the, the oldest son. So then the begin the first episode is him, it's Brian Cox, saying, Fuck, ah, I got you. Fuck it. I ain't retiring. Fuck you. Ah. So then the rest of the show is just about, you know, his oldest son and the rest of the, or his, older, his other siblings vying for his position and just fucking each other over. And whew, it's fucking great. The end of the, the, end of the first season... Well, the whole show is great because everyone's an asshole. Everyone's a piece of shit. But you root for the oldest son because it was, his, it was supposed to be his. And he's the least asshole out of, out of them. And the end of the first season, he something happens to him where you're like... Turns out he was the biggest fuck, asshole of all. Fucking, I feel so fucking sorry for him because he is one of these people that are just like alpha male. I'm going to fucking do this. You're going to fucking do this because I fucking said so and I'm going to fucking do this. And you fucking... This you know this tough, this fucking bull of a dude just fucking tough as nails, and then something happens just fucking breaks him, and he's this you know just sheepish fucking shy dude for the for for the beginning of the the second season is just like that so fucking sad to see a guy like that just break, and to see him be like his dad's bitch throughout the most of the second season, but then the end of the second season he comes back around so highly recommend get his well his father gets his comeuppance, um yeah. Fucking great. Check it out. Succession. Uh, number two, a movie of the, uh, 2019 for me was Knives Out. Chris Pre- Chris Evans um, was great in this movie. Um, Daniel Craig, Mr. James Bond. Fucking great in this movie. Talked about it already. So, yeah. Gary, number two. This is my last thing. Okay. Um, it ahead. is um, The Dirt, the Motley Crue story. Yeah. I liked it. It was entertaining. Um, it was interesting to see um, the guy that plays Ramsey Bolton in a totally different character. Someone that is so plays such a hated character to someone playing a kind of funny, um, enjoyable kind of character. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. Um, tough to watch the scenes where they're doing drugs, but um, I liked it. Yeah, uh, I watched a little bit of it. It's definitely not like a typical documentary. Mm. Definitely more on a comedy side. Uh, a lot of the fourth wall kind of thing. Yeah, like the part where who who was the drummer? Nikki Six. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. No, who, Nikki Six. Six yeah, was yeah, the yeah, bass player. Uh, one of those guys. But he was like the guy that formed the banging band. his agent's girlfriend. Yeah. And then he was like, the guy was looking for him, and he's like, "Hey, you in there?" And he's like, literally just plowing his girlfriend inside the the, <laughs> the room. And then he does kind of like a turn to the camera, like, "I found out about this later. It sucked." <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. They were all banging each other's girlfriends. Oh yeah, yeah. it's just a. Mess. That dude was banging everything though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's your number two? My number two. Yeah, it's uh, God of War. Okay. Yeah, came out in 2018, but hey, you know what? I'm playing it in 2019, take a piss. and it's fucking great. I can cleave people in half, and then cleave them again. There are fatalities. Uh, I'm gonna say fatalities, uh, ex- executions, but 
and the whole dynamic with his son. You know, it's 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 really fun. I enjoy the hell out of this game, and uh, just over the top aggressiveness, and just so manly. And you st- I still got you. You still here? I'm ready to be done. <laughs> I'm tired. You getting tired? I'm it's so been tired. a long podcast. I'm, Are we I'm, doing a last call? I'm not doing last <laughs> podcast. I don't know if I got it in me. Be honest with you. You guys are troopers going out listening to us all this time. Yeah. You want to do your number one? My number one? Just jump the gun. I mean, he left for my number two, right? If I say my number one. He only has one more to go. I don't so know what my number one was. And I'm all done. What was my number one? Guys, I don't know what my number one was. Oh man, hold on. You want to sing a song? Oh, I know my number one. Yeah, I'm gonna steal it, guys. My number one was Avengers Endgame. <laughs> 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 just uh, just so you guys know, I did it first, okay. But yeah, God of War, man. It's uh, it's it's really a great game. Just so much about it. It has that whole like Greek mythos to it. We um, right. I, I've recently learned that uh, Thor's sons are after me. And uh, hmm. they're no joke. So Interesting. Well, actually, Thor's sons might not be a big deal. The guy... Oh, it's uh, Thor's brother that's after me. Thor's brother? Yeah. He's a real asshole. They know Thor had a brother. Comes at you like Jack Sparrow, except like, can't hurt the guy. And he's super strong. Strong enough to punch me through a mountain. <laughs> so, yep, and I can drop a mountain on him. He's fine. Nice. Yeah, that's how that thing opens up. To, or, yeah, it was a real gut punch at first. Like, right when it opens up, the, the mother dies, and you instantly can tell there's a uh, there's a weird dynamic between Kratos, obviously, if you have any idea of what Kratos was, <laughs> and the son, who you're like, how the hell does he even fit into this picture? I heard he's a war god of some sort. Yeah, probably. That's what I'm gathering. There yeah. is something about the child. Because he keeps telling him, he's like, you need to control your sickness. And the kid starts, like, he has a tendency to fly off the handle. Like a certain, you know, guy we know in God of War games. Mm. <coughs> but, yeah. Okay. All right. Did you, yeah, you finished it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't finish the game. Was oh. that what you're talking Yeah. Well, finish my description? Finish the game. No, I haven't finished the game. Oh, okay. Don't you dare say a damn thing. <laughs> You haven't played it, have you? No, I have not. Okay. I'm not gonna play PS4 as much anymore. Well, fine, yeah. whatever. Uh, so yeah, numbers one. Here mm-hmm. we go, guys. Number ones of the year. I've been waiting all year for this. I'm so excited. Um, Billy Ellis is my number one artist of the year. I forgot to make a list of. I should just guessed all the things that. I okay, I yeah, I'm sorry. Would have gotten that one. Yeah, you should have. Um, I played this song the most. It's very um. It's very soothing. It's a nice little little song to play while you're playing something else. Have, in the, have on in the background. It's called, uh, name of the album is Where Do We Go? When We Fall, Where Do We Go? Sorry. When We Fall Asleep, I've had a few beers. When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? By Billy, That's the name of the album by Billy Ellish. Uh, the name of the song is When the Party Is Over. For my podcast co-host it's in just one year it's much better when you hear it in both ears it's much more uh impactful i think sure yeah it's fine yeah. i can hear okay i can hear what uh kind of what you're suggesting yes you can pick up what i'm putting down a little bit yeah, yeah. it's not that heavy like it, like it, like it, like it. 
read the other day and other women that sing in these like voices can you really tell if they have a good voice if they sing like that mm, good question you know what i mean yeah. sometimes like I think if she was to better that way if she were to sing in her full voice would she have a good voice mm-hmm. and i understand like it's the style that's yeah. her and i don't hate it i'm yeah. just wondering what she would sound like if she really belted it out That'd be interesting to find out. Bet she has it in her. Yeah. Could be. But it would be interesting if that created a new breed of a uh, female singer. One that stuck with low tones as opposed to hitting that high note. Yeah. A lot of these, this type of music, is, it's almost like a, like a, not say spoken word, but you know, it's got that <laughs> like, mm, this is uh I wonder if it has some kind of tie to like ASMR kind of stuff. Like, this is kind of stuff you listen to while you're going to sleep. Oh, Maybe that's what they're thinking, you know? Yeah, I do that. So, my number, that was my number one song of the year, well, artist of the year, but there's just an example of some of her music. Number one podcast of the year was Hunting Warhead. You know about mm-hmm. this, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know it. You hate it. <laughs> an awful, awful, awful human. Did I, uh, we gave you a description of this, right, Carrie? sure she's heard it okay yes no i don't remember um so (laughs) big old pedophile (laughs) quick yeah quick review um warhead was name of an administrator of a child porn website in 2016 (laughs) it's all coming back to her it's all coming back to her so yeah they 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 got him they jailed him and this is the story of hit the how the website you know became a thing it was it's interesting that it's just it wasn't like you know he's if there's any silver lining to the whole thing, it wasn't like he was a major, you know, child pornography, um, what do you call it? He didn't distributor. Build distributor for a very long time. It wasn't 20 years. It was a year. It was like uh, 18 months at the most. You know, he'd built it in 2015. He was caught in 2016. So if there's anything you can take away from it, it's that he was, you know, doing it for a year. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but he was the best biggest, at it? Biggest. He, was, like he mo- was the Heisenberg? Yes. Of the kitty porn yeah. industry. Yeah. Um it's just it's crazy to think about not think about, but just the the trajectory of how somebody goes and does that. Like it's not like he wasn't in a dungeon. He wasn't in a basement somewhere doing it twenty four seven. He was out. He was he was at his He uh, seemed like a normal person. He seemed like a normal person and he was literally doing it on his sister's couch. He went to his sister's house at one point, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's, there's a there's a thing where you can listen to that whole that whole whole thing. But basically, he did some things to his his sister, his his what was that your nephew, your sister's mm-hmm. kid is your nephew? Yeah, yes, did some things he did to his nephew while his fucking sister was in the house. Um, he was doing his business on his computer on his sister's couch while she was there. So it's this thing of like it's it's fucking everywhere. People are everywhere doing the shit, and it's not it's not who you think it is. It's not some fucking dirty, neckbeard piece of shit in a basement somewhere. It's good. They can be anywhere. So, yeah, uh, Honey Warhead uh, by the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Very good. It's an eight episode limited series and ended uh, like last month, I think. Eight episodes. Very good. Best book uh, was the Three Body Problem series. I the last three are you know. The three ser- books in the series, Death's End was my favorite. It's the f- this fucking thing of like the universe just explodes and ends and repeats and recycles every you know billions billions of years or whatever. And if we're we're in the third dimension, right? We're looking at th- things in three D, right? 
Is that where we're? So if you flatten us out, we go into 2D, and then 1D, and then zero dimensions goes into what people think is like the black hole. And then the black hole erupts and everything starts over again. And it's this thing of like, they think the, the, the author was like, okay, well, what if the universe started in 10 dimensions and these intergalactic forces billions of years ago came together and started fighting each other using, um, uh, what's it called? Phys law of physics weapons, where you basically flatten out the universe over and over again until it gets down to zero dimensions. Like you, what happened was in the book, we're, we're, communi we're communicating our position to destroy this other civilization. And this, other civil and this third civilization comes in and says, I know where you are. I want to destroy you before you can destroy me with a, a law of physics weapon, which is basically a, a little a slice of like particles that anything it hits, it swallows up and puts it into two dimensions. So it just flattens us out into two dimensions. And like there's this whole thing. So the, the idea is that the universe started in 10 dimensions and then that weapon was used over and over again to flatten the universe into that. Uh, the ten dimension, uh, three uh, ten dimensional world into nine dimensions, into eight dimensions, folded it down, folded it down, folded it down until it's down to zero, and then it restarted all over again. Mm. Very cool book, very very cool book by a Chinese author. I forgot his name, but yeah, three body problem. Check it out. Best video game of the year was Disco Elysium. Yep, I talked about it right to you. Mm. Yes, yes, about a. Uh, what do you call it? The, the detective, uh, Grizzle the detective, you know, that sort of like old beaten down Grizzle and you know, a fucking drunk detective, yep. blah, 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 that sort of thing. Very good though. Uh, number one TV show of the year. What do you think for me? Watchmen. Watchmen. Yep. Yep. Um, and let me open this up real quick for me. I gotta go to, I gotta go to a certain point in the song here. open this up <clears throat> number one <laughs> uh, let me see open up there was an idea called the Avengers Avengers initiative the idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people see if they become something more <laughs> see if they could work together when we needed them <laughs> to fight the battles we never could the Avengers and game Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> I don't think anybody had any doubt. No. Not even once. Oh. Yep. I could have got three of your uh, top ten. Three of my top ten? There. Yep. The, uh, which ones? The Avengers? Watchmen, Avengers, and Billy Eilish. Yes. Yep. Yep. I watched it today still. Still gives me chills. Still gives me tears in my eyes when uh, fucking Iron Man comes down from the from the ship and and uh, caps there and uh, Iron Man's all fucking you know skinny and you know beating up and he's like I, I lost the kid I lost the kid mm. oh oh but then he's what well, the way uh, Spider Man Far From Home opens up yeah I will remember <laughs> you ah like, uh, too soon <laughs> <laughs> man. Yep, the scenes when the I just watched it today with Thor and his mother. His mother says like, "You've been through a lot of shit, man." Yeah, <laughs> the salad, fat shame. <laughs> the future has not been kind to you. <laughs> Woo! And then uh, yeah, the fucking the fucking battle with the uh, yeah, they all come together like I showed you 
like a month ago, I think. Yeah. Mm. All the people, they're all there. Yep. There's a unicorn. Pegasus. Pegasus. Yep. The fuck Pikachu. Fucking Pikachu. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. yes. Yeah. One of the best. Could be said. Yeah. <laughs> never gonna be topped for a long time. I think. <laughs> yeah. What do you think could top that? Uh, you can come up with something in your head. What do you think would top it? Exactly. <laughs> that's I don't my know. case. I have no idea. You had all the people in that movie. Literally all of them at the same mm-hmm. time on screen. Yep. Avengers, assemble. Oh, uh, uh, just came. Just Everyone that was like, oh, Civil War, that's where. It, and then it's like, <laughs> end game. Avengers. It's like, it's like that thing where like Drake is assemble. Like, Civil War. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the pointing <laughs> thing. <laughs> yep. All right. So before we get out mm-hmm. of here, okay, did you get your number one? Oh yeah, because oh, I'm sorry. I you asked my number one. No, I did it. I don't know how I got ahead, but I did do ten things. Okay. I just yeah. That's okay. my number one. Your number. What's your number one thing? I said it before you. did. Yeah, I said it to our viewers. A spoiler. Oh shit. My number one was uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> did it before you could. <laughs> you, you did it like uh, a month ago. Huh? You did it like a month. No, ago. I literally did it when you left the room for. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I was like, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna say it before he can. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Yep. No, you can't top it. Easily the best thing that uh, really the whole the way everything connects and the way that it finished. Yeah. Just it was really uh masterful. That's the word to say, masterful. Hey, hey. I love you three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That 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 scene at the end when after he di- yeah, after he dies he has this uh hologram and he says, you know, man. I hope this works. He, he, he makes a message before he dies, and he's like, I hope this works out. I have no idea if it's going to work out, but, uh, you know, if it, if it does, it's great. If it doesn't, all right. I love you 3,000. To his daughter. Like, he looks at looks right at his daughter. The daughter looks right back, and I'm like, oh. Woo. Yep. Man. Uh, happy got over, though. He just started trying to plow Spider-Man's on. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Rough stuff. So, do you want to do a uh, last call cast? I don't know if I got it, man. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. let me play... Uh, somebody play a special clip i found this is from my favorite moment of this podcast this year more socially accepted than anything ryan gosling has ever put out am i about to get my mic cut (laughs) (laughs) go ahead keep going are you done you want me to keep going burn after reading by the sea seven years in tibet the mexican the big short killing them softly do i have to listen you my voice is getting hoarse (laughs) listen have you seen Benjamin Button. <laughs> because that is the movie I asked you to watch last week. You fuck. Have you watched you fuck. it? So are you on my side? Have you watched <laughs> no, Benjamin Button? I haven't Button. watched it. I'm just saying. Those Out of all the movies of the world, that's one of his. Dion, my friend. Oh, he's a kick-ass, too. <laughs> Dion, he was not a kick-ass. Oh, and Vice. You what fuck. Do you Have you watched... <laughs> Who's in The Departed? Really? My number one, Benjamin Button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that was a, a, a different podcast. I didn't recognize Have my voice. Really? Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> I already told you I haven't. I literally asked you, what you that? Yeah? So what? <laughs> that was the best movie. I'm just saying. It, 
Brad Pitt's best movie is Benjamin's butt. Is this his, is this your number one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This listen, wasn't here, was it? No. I will grant no. you no. number one to Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. You listen, listen you here's the thing. Me. Hey, listen. I took hey. it. Listen. Br- you grant me shit. Listen. <laughs> listen to what to say. Brad Pitt is listen number one. Listen to what I'm about to say. Ryan, Ever. Listen. Ryan Gosling, right, is our generation's. Are you a millennial? Are you a millennial? Are you a millennial? Are you a millennial? I'm younger than you. You're. Are you a millennial? <laughs> no. Yes, you are. What year were you, were you born in? Same one you are. What year <laughs> were you born in? Eighty-five. What is a millennial? <laughs> okay. All right. We've gone too far. Yes. <laughs> Straight from God. Oh man, that's my favorite moment. Uh, well, I think it, it's a moment. It's the most moment. Yeah. I feel like if we just close the show on you, were just like, Dion, have you, have you seen Benjamin? <laughs> oh yeah, fifty guys, fifty podcasts oh, out of the year. One of my favorite things I've done this year. What? Did you get teary? No. Did you just wipe a tear away? No, I did not. <laughs> hey, hey. Good work. Yes, good work. Good I, work. I enjoyed this very 50, much. That, was, that's, that is a yes. uh, pretty big time Thanks. commitment. Thanks. Appreciate you guys doing this. I know it's a lot of time for you guys yep. to put in. It is. Had a lot of fun. Hey, we, yes. we got some listeners along the way. Some, a couple, a couple dozen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I do. It's true. You heard uh, me say it. I wonder how many I did. Do you think I have done more than half? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Coolio. Coolio. Yeah, man. So next week, I don't know what we got. I feel like there's like blowout. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to plan this for like three weeks. Holy shit. That's all I got. <laughs> Blew my load should, for the uh, year. We should talk about what we got going. We should, we should, what, uh, what do we got going on? some options out there. Oh, yeah. Brainstorm. Yes, Bra- yes exactly. You know, come back fresh. In my brain right <laughs> come back fresh. Yeah, we'll come back fresh. Come we'll on back fresh it. in 2020. Well, is Email it 20? us some good suggestions. Yes. Well, some good I always things. forget that. Yeah. B I S I C K L E at gmail.com. Uh, be at, at bicycle. Same thing on Twitter. Uh, we got I love hate mail at AOL.com. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so for can I say something I've been Damien I've been Dion and Carrie see you next year love you love you you've been great I do love you and Carrie <laughs>